And now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle. With your host, Tyler Butterball Buterball. Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker. And he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch, he's going to be able to set these guys over. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good. And David, Double D Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're, they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin. This is... The biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL, you can possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at blow T whistle one. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E one. And now here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome here to blow the whistle. Absolutely, here on SportsTownChicago.com. It's been a hot minute, I know, folks, since we've been on the radio waves. So. It's been quite some time. Yeah. All Tyler's fault. <laughs> oh, yeah, just blame me. Just blame me. Uh, are we really going to do you're this right now? You're the most likable one of us all, so yeah, you're getting the blame. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Are we really going to fight I right would. now on the air? Is that I what's would. happening? He started fighting with just me earlier. Got back. We just got back here. Uh, <laughs> no one asked you, Pepe. Okay, all right, fine. Well, yes, I am Andrew Valentin. I'm also here with, of course, David Dykstra and Tyler Buterball. And again, we want to welcome you all here to the radio show. Uh, again, if you want to follow us, catch us all, you know, some more, you can hit us up on our social media at Blow T Whistle One on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, where you can see us all the time. Also, to email us at Blow T Whistle Radio at gmail.com. Questions, comments like that, guys, we want to hear from you guys, obviously, too. Welcome all the people from the Under the Hood podcast, new listeners, old listeners, current listeners, you know, all the good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and of course, too, if you want to catch us on any, we've got all these podcast locations that you can hit us up with as well. And of course, one special place. What what is it, David? By any chance, do you know what it is? It is Quad Pod. And and why 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 should we why should we pay attention to Quad Pod? Because Quad Pod doesn't forget about you. Yes, that's never. And correct. we will never forget about them. <laughs> never. 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 Never, never, never ever, never. forever, never. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we got a full one for you today. A good, nice, solid two-hour show. But for the first hour, I mean, we're kicking it off. We've got to hit this NBA, the finals, baby. It is going down in basketball town. Plus, some big NBA news. Who's been hired? Who's been fired? Then we're going to be getting into two retirees for the NFL. And, of course, we'll be hitting the greatest segment in all of radio, in all of television, in all of media history. It is You're Killing Me Smalls here, folks. We talk about what had us saying You're Killing Me Smalls, what had us grumpy, irritated, whatever the case may be. Ben Simmons always does it for me. Uh, you know, so you guys. LeBron for Tyler. Yes, LeBron yes. for Tyler. Urban Meyer for me. Urban we Meyer have for our Dave. sweet we spot. Have our targets. Yes. We have our sweet spots. If you want to get in our goats, you know exactly where to go now. And if you have anything that said, you're killing me smalls for you this week, 
Let us know. Again, it's at Blow 2 Whistle 1 on all the social media. We'll read it out right here on the radio side or also on the TV side as well. You guys can catch us 2.30, 3.30 uh, on Tuesday. And we may have a special guest tomorrow. We may. We may Which is super guest. exciting for me. I wonder if I could get him to say straight out of Lombard. You might be able oh, to. that'd be fantastic. Wait, you probably you would be down to. for it. So, All right. Well, gentlemen, are we ready to do this? Let's go. Let's, let's go. do it. Let's hit it. Green and Grant Williams tumbling to the court. The foul is going to go against Grant Williams, Jeff. It does, but Draymond Green, we saw it earlier with Jason Tatum. He's going to wreak havoc. He just runs right through him. I, I'm not sure exactly what Grant Williams... And a technical foul, Jeff, going to be called against Draymond Green. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes, that is correct. You heard that right. It was a battle uh, there for the NBA Finals Game 2, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is the Warriors coming out on top for that Game 2. 107 to 88 on the Celtics. Bit of a, a thrashing, really, uh, for this one. But I was forced to watch this crap last <laughs> night. <laughs> Darn it. I mean, you know. I had this on while working the Cubs game, so. Yeah. It- Shh, Tyler. <laughs> Get what? yourself in trouble. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but, there was much going on in the Cubs game last night. Wow. <laughs> Oof, wow. Taking digs. We're not even in that segment yet, man. <laughs> Chill out. Uh, but real quick question to all the fans, and then I'll throw it to the boys, obviously. So the series is tied 1-1. Uh, it seems to be a real kind of back-and-forth kind of matchup. Is this series going Game 7? Do you see this one getting closer as we get to the to, – to games four, five, and six, and seven, ultimately. Do you think that these matchups will become a little bit more enticing, where it's kind of been a little bit more one-sided on these first two? Comment, let us know. Again, Blue Two Whistle One, we want to hear from you guys. David, you want to start it off? I know you've got some some thoughts on this right now. It was a very interesting game to watch. It was a tale of two halves again. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this is rinse and repeat for the Celtics, <laughs> to be quite honest. Fair like, point. Like It's like... Yeah. Either they come out and just play fantastic or or come back and right. play fantastic in the second half, or they come out and play like trash. And last night was a trash night. I, I don't want to say it was a trash night for them. There were a couple things that I observed. Yeah. One, Jalen Brown got mentally messed with last night. Yeah. Draymond Green was inside his head going, dance puppet, dance for me. <laughs> no, he handled him very well on the court. But at the same time, he was, I want to say maybe two inches off on every shot. He was hitting back rim or side rim on everything. And they, they, they just weren't falling. Like sometimes you catch those breaks. Sometimes you don't. Yeah, well, it's that, an that was, almond joy kind of night. That was the biggest thing. Like I noted, like okay, the defense was good. Like Draymond did have the, a the defense, great defense on him, but Jalen Brown just seemed like he was off every shot he was taking. It was just like you said, it was just like an inch or two off from like because otherwise he gets buckets. Otherwise, but then a lot in like the second half is that the Celtics they were starting to the the Golden State's lead was starting to increase, and I think the Celtics they just looked like they were just kind of throwing up prayers, like they, they weren't were taking pushing a little smart bit. shots. But, right. but see, here's my thing, and, and this is what why I say what I say. Jalen Brown drops 15 in that first half, right? Uh, yeah, and I maybe so, yeah. even pretty close to that first quarter. He, I think he had nine in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, Draymond starts chirping. Right. Starts doing his little mental game. And I, I compare Draymond Green to Dennis Rodman when it comes to that. 
That's, he can that was get a big in, controversy yesterday. He can get inside a dude's head very easily. Absolutely. And I think that's what Draymond Green has obviously known and is picked up of, like, that's kind of his role. Because, I mean, he's not going to be a huge offensive threat for the Golden State Warriors. Like, he'll he'll fill in when need to. But that's what he does. He just chirps and that he's been doing that. Rebounds and assists, bro. Yeah, that's all. I mean. Dennis Rodman. That's what he did. Yeah, just exactly. not as good as Dennis Rodman. Well, well no. Yeah, that's no. for sure. Well, I mean, his defense, obviously. Draymond doesn't get enough credit for what he does they, with this Golden State team. He has been a crucial part of every championship they've won, no matter how much you want to say, well, he doesn't do enough on the scoring side. It's not about scoring for him. It's about, the like you said, the rebounds, the assists, the block shots, the steals, everything else that is the dirty work for guys, that's what he does. And that's why in this game, I would say Draymond Green, and I'll even put Kayvon Looney in this thing. Looney impressed me last night. Yeah. Both of them were the X Factors. I, I, I will say, that was the one thing out of everything when it came to Golden State last yeah. night that truly, I was like, oh. Their low post defense last night mm-hmm. was suffocating. Absolutely. It was Horford yeah. couldn't get going at all. No, and Horford's got like 30 pounds over Looney, too. Like he was pressing in, but Looney was not given an inch. That's what's impressive about him. He's only 220, 225, something like that. And he's like an inch shorter than him, I think, too, or two inches shorter. They literally, they, they well, really watched their film and picked up on Horford as. Yeah. He, he dropped, what was it, 25 points in game 26. one? 26. 26, and only was able to put down two points in last well, night. So they part really of, Part of that issue yeah. last night, too, with Horford was he wasn't taking advantage of the mismatches. I can't yeah. count how many times Steph Curry ended up on him, and I'm like, back him down! Right. What are you doing? <laughs> Push him in, let's go, throw the hips. I, Steph, uh, Steph's going to go, Olay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, hey, get by me. Some I don't of the stuff hurt that guy does. I mean, we, you saw the the video that's right. been going everywhere. That he had four Celtics defenders swarm on him. Still yeah. managed to get the uh, dish the ball out to an open. I forgot who it was. Oh, Steph's insane. He's just he's just on another level this year. Yeah. He's insane. And at thirty four years old, 35? 34 years old. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that he's that old, but he, this is the thing. He's a tactical player. Now he's not going to be the physical freak, right? He yeah. knows his game is three pointers. That's what's so great about him is that he can be a timeless player. He can play at least 45. Cause all he's got to do is sit by the arc and shoot threes. And right. that God forsaken running floater. For the love of yeah, all that is good in the world, that is a that he the amount of time he's practiced on that thing. They said he's put in over a hundred hours, like each, like every every day, now, on practicing that. I don't, I don't, unreal. I yeah. don't want to compare it to this, but I kind of do. That's almost an undefendable shot, like Kareem's skyhook. Yeah, in a way. Like I mean, if he gets the arch that he does on that, there's the majority of the time. Yeah, you're no, not blocking it until it's coming down. No, yeah. there's nothing you could do, and then and that be considered goaltending. So there's exactly. really nothing you can do about that. No, yeah, it's it it is it's crazy to see how this kind of matchup has been so far because obviously in game one the Celtics take the first game and it definitely felt like the Celtics came out in I think a very physical fashion. They tried to kind of throw the first punch, right? They wanted to assert dominance, if you will, over the Warriors. But this is kind of, I think, where 
this is where the war this is what happens is that the warriors they plot they sit they wait they figure you out and eventually they pick you and it's like death by a thousand cuts right it's it's that kind of thing where it's they're not trying to take you out in one giant swoop we're gonna kill you slowly and quickly until there's nothing left because they looked exhausted by the end the celtics looked burned by the end i'll say this much other than the fourth quarter of game one golden states owned this series and it took the Celtics shooting 52. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. 52% yeah. from the three-point range, from the three-point area mm-hmm. to win that game. That is not going to happen every single night. No, they were no. on it that night. Horford. Was, <laughs> Horford, yeah, I know. Yeah. Horford was on it that Good night. Lord, with his uh, shot for him, like, and, how, the but, man like that should not be shooting yeah. threes as well as he did, but, I mean, uh, there's it's fantastic. Some, there's, let, let's just get, put it out there. There's some funky releases in this in this series. <laughs> yeah. there's, I saw one last night, and it looked like a missile, and I was like, what the yeah. good night? No what? one will beat... Uh, Joakim Noah's chest pass shot. <laughs> <laughs> or the Ronnie Brewer side shot. <laughs> or the ever favorite Sean Merriman, the two two hands out. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go, of, I'm gonna go even old, more old school. You're gonna go with the Walter Berry? Minute bull from three oh, point range. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so epic. That was, that that was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so epic. Uh well speaking of like wild shots, obviously one guy put up a pretty wild shot in Jordan Poole. I mean, he 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 did well coming off the bench. But even I mean even still, though, like he's, you know, he's in half court. Court going, look at me, big bro. Look at me. Yeah, right. Look, look what I did. Look what I can do. <laughs> do I get it? To, am, I, am I in? Am I in the club? Am I in the? Because I'm the step splash bro now. Splash I'm, gonna, bro. I'm gonna be very honest here, and I, and I'll throw it to you guys here. Personally, myself, I think he is now becoming the perfect replacement for Clay Thompson because I watched this game. It's not that Clay's. Bad, but it's clear oh, that Clay's bad in this well, series. Yeah, he was bad so in this series so far, but he hasn't he's, been his, his skills are diminishing. He hasn't been the same since his injury. Yeah, like the, he's definitely not the Clay Thompson that we know. But and we also have to realize that an injury like that takes a year to right, a year right, and a half right. to come back from. I'm not listen. There's this is his all, first year back in like two years, so it's going to take him time. There's right. already rumors around, and you've you've kind of seen the 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 reels and right. the and the gifts and everything of Steph passing to uh, Pool instead yeah. of Clay, and Clay just yeah. throws his arms up. And, oh God, here we go! <laughs> I saw middle middle brother syndrome coming right, out. Yeah. Why there, don't you love me, Leangelo? There's syndrome. a pic- There's a picture out there, and it's. You just see it's Jordan Poole and Steph Curry just looking at him like in all happiness. And you see Clay Thompson in the bottom right corner, just way back in the distance. <laughs> and people are comparing it to that meme of the dude walking with his girlfriend and he just oh, looks back and he sees one. the other chick. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't be like, I, it couldn't like be any more relatable. Like, I mean, I think yeah. Steph Curry's starting to see like, Oh, I got I got my other little sidekick, well, like my new sidekick. That's the thing. Like people have to realize that this team needs to start kind of filling in the younger guys, like Moses Moody, Jonathan Kuminga, Jordan Poole. These younger players have to start hitting if they want to see Steph Curry continue to win like this, because he's going to be the central focus of this team for a long time coming. Right? There's there's very little left there. So 
I, I mean, to me, it just seems like Jordan Poole is going to be the replacement soon for Clay Thompson. In this next segment, I've got a question for both of you, and I need to <laughs> like ask. Okay. No, it's not. It, it's actually basketball related. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, let us know, ladies and gentlemen, what you think about this series, how it's going to go down for Game Three. Uh, it's coming up very soon. When we come do, when we do come back here, folks. When we come do do. Uh, yeah. When we come, come do do on you. Uh, speaking Whoa! of not on you. Well, speaking of do do, uh, <laughs> one. One team possibly made a very doo doo hire. We'll be talking about that next here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We are back here on SportsNowChicago.com. It is Blow the Whistle. Andrew Valentin here with David Dykstra and, of course, Tyler Butiball. And as we alluded to, yes, the NBA had some big news. If you don't know, coaches are currently being interviewed. Some have actually been hired. Some have actually uh, been relieved of their duties as well, uh, believe it or not. So... Real quick, obviously, the big news, if you don't know, the Los Angeles Lakers hired former Milwaukee Bucks assistant Darvin Ham, um, <laughs> which obviously there's feelings on that. And on the opposite side of things, the Utah Jazz have agreed with head coach Quinn Snyder to a separation salary. No, say. they wanted him back. Oh, they did want him yeah, back. Yeah, they oh. wanted him back. They offered him an extension. Oh, did they? And he goes, mm. I thought I I apologies on that then. I thought, yeah, I thought I was I thought it was the same no. thing. I saw that he they, he had left. I thought it was he just resigned. like He resigned. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's so. right. He stepped down. Okay. He resigned. Okay. They offered they wanted him to stay. They they offered him an extension to try and talk him into staying. But I'm, he was like Listen, now that is just, I'm just There's only curious. so much Utah I can take, man. <laughs> Sick of them. Um, I'm thinking God. Donovan Mitchell's getting there too. <laughs> <laughs> Although no. now that Rudy Gobert's right, probably yeah. not going to be there, I think everybody's a little tired of Utah, maybe. Uh, but obviously, big question to everybody out there, and then uh, we'll th- throw it to these guys here. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Darvin Am hiring to the Los Angeles Lakers? Will that be able to fix the Lakers? And then also part two on that as well. I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit after. But do you think Quinn Snyder leaving uh, the Utah Jazz will set the Jazz back significantly? And also, where does Quinn Snyder potentially land after leaving Utah? So, obviously, blow two whistle one. We want to hear from you guys. Tyler, what do you think, man? I mean, for, for either way you want to start. I mean... <laughs> I don't think Ham coming to the Lakers is going to really make much of a difference as what they did. I think that the Lakers, there's more to it. They needed to make a lot more new moves than just a new coach. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest, LeBron's going to be coaching the Lakers <laughs> as, how, as how it is every single year with LeBron on any team. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of, he came from a good organization that's been good in the past and being underneath Budenhoser. Is that how you say it? Budenhoser. Budenhoser. And does he start booting house off? house I mean, for me, it's too tough to tell because I mean, the Lakers. There's a lot that they need to fix up. They need to like basically bring in. They need to do what they did with with the year of Lonzo Ball, bringing a whole bunch of new young guys in, and they need to just blow it up. Yeah, it, it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. Even though need. they'll probably be a favorite to win the finals, but I mean. They, they definitely need to blow it up for sure. No. Um, uh, yeah, the, look, the Lakers situation with Darvin Ham. I mean, I a lot of people are torn on this because they're like, well, is Darvin Ham the right kind of guy? I mean, look, for the last few years, he's been talked about as a head coaching candidate for a while. He's a really good guy. The problem is, though, that the Lakers organization, and you know, I talked about this before, the Lakers front office, Kurt Rambis and Phil Jackson wanted Ham. 
it was LeBron James and Rob Palenka, the GM for the Lakers, that said, oh, but we want Doc Rivers. So there was a split. And apparently then Jeannie Buss was like, well, I like Jawan Howard. So everybody wants something different. So there's yeah. a problem right there. Like, nobody's agreeing on anything. Now you hired the coach that the player, your star player, doesn't apparently want, even though he was like, yeah, let's go. Like, come on, you're doing that. Right. So everybody's like, oh, if LeBron likes it. like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Some fake energy from LeBron to just kind of pump it up. I just... You got no draft picks. You've got no young talent. You're talking about trading your youngest player, Talon Horton Tucker. And you're saying Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, geez, we always do this. I always, Russell yeah, no. Westbrook is going to be the central focus of this team, and you want to get him back to MVP form. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little confused on that. But That is I, not going to happen I mean, whatsoever. He's done. Yeah, exactly. He's done. Ham, him, him, he's our man. If he can't do it, someone else can. <laughs> so you're saying Ham's out? I feel like... Oh. Here, here's, your, here's your biggest question. Are they getting younger? No. Yeah. No. No, not is, even close. Is, is AD still made of paper mache and glass? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> is Westbrook hitting the side of a barn? Yes. West Brick? If he can hit the side of a barn. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's going to fix the Lakers as long as they are old. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony was a primetime player for you this year. There's issues there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Just hearing that, is just, it makes you have to, as Lakers fans, just have concern. Yeah. Shoes. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm just going to say this right now, Laker Nation, you probably aren't going to be the best team in L.A. next year because guess who coming back next year for the Clippers? <laughs> Come on. The claw. Um, And as far as uh, Quinn Snyder goes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's interesting. It's, I mean, it's is, just a... is, is Jerry Sloan or somebody else out? <laughs> well, he's dead. I know. I know. So. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, is, is well, with the... More imminent departure of Rudy Gobert, Mister. I'm going to spread COVID throughout the NBA. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good God! Like really, dude? Let me play with the Michael. Bro, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's making. Um, but anyway, um, with his imminent departure, yeah, that puts an island out there for Donovan Mitchell. Pretty much. This yeah. is your team, sir. Win if you can. Survive if you must. Like, yeah. a, a, and the big knock on the Utah Jazz is they've always been great during the the regular season. But once it comes to playoff time, uh-oh. Hey, poo-poo. Hey! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm using my phrases, man. Well, um, it's no, a compliment. I, I just, I, I don't. Of course, somebody's going to step up and be like, I right. want that job. Absolutely. Of Someone course. Will. It's an NBA Somebody's going to take job. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, like, just like I'm sure there were coaches go. I'm sure Doc Rivers was in the in the offices in Philadelphia going. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what I just had to deal with? I ain't going to L.A. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, he's already having to deal with Joel Embiid and. James Harden, which isn't really much of a ben headache as Simmons. it is. Yeah, that no. was probably I mean, your biggest like, headache. I was not going to say it, but you know, I'll say it. Yeah, I know I you. No, care. I. You say it because obviously it doesn't get you riled up. I say it, and you know where this is going. Then, so I don't want to <laughs> go in there. Get tight, right? Exactly. You know, uh, my whole thing is 
it, it's going to, I think for Utah, Utah better get, because Rudy's going to have to get traded, correct? Well, right now the word is that Rudy Gobert, it sounds like Rudy Gobert is not really asking for a trade, but teams are interested in trading for him. The guy yes. who sounds like he's actually asking for a trade at this point is Donovan Mitchell, because all the, every, all the little rumor mills that are talking right now are saying that he wants to go to Miami. He wants to be there with Jimmy Butler to team up with him and Bam Adebayo and help that team get over the hump because he thinks that, he could be that next guy to help him get there. That okay, would be interesting. Okay, so here's... <laughs> go for it. Sign and trade. Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. I, I Listen... Donovan's to, not far off from being the same kind of player that Zach is. And right? I, think, I think with that... Knowing that it's not all on him, knowing that DeRose is there, right? Yeah. Knowing that you've got Vooch, mm-hmm. knowing that you've got backup in, you know, Kobe White, right? Right. Io, and it's a franchise that's on its way, dedicated up. to building this team up. It's great that you want to go and play with your boys. But now the, the thing is, right? A part, the thing that we just heard is that. The Bulls are interested in Rudy Gobert, so that could be no white and <laughs> bad Bulls. So the thing is, that would bad, just be bad Bulls. I, I don't really know exactly how Gobert and Mitchell's chemistry is together. Like if they actually none. like each other. There I didn't none. think they, so. They, they hugged. So I think that would just hugged, be terrible to bring that back. They hugged after they won that one game, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. "That was interesting." They, from every all the reports that say right now in Utah, and this is probably they, why Quinn Snyder might be leaving because there the apparently were there was drama and fighting in the locker room. There was a lot of back and forth between the two of them, and then it also brought in guys like Jordan Clarkson, and that brought team you know chemistry down, and everybody's hanging their heads now because it's like we just keep fighting with each other, and it's these two knuckleheads. That won't right. stop. So I, I you honestly, didn't say that right? Knuckleheads, <laughs> knuckleheads, <laughs> knuckleheads out there. Just about, you know, both of them just colliding with each other. Honestly, I don't blame Quinn Snyder for leaving. I think it's a, a good move for him actually because the energy I think was getting stale in Utah. You're not moving on, so I think it'd be better for him to find another team. Honestly, if I were him, I'd go to Charlotte. I thought Darvin Ham should have gone to Charlotte because I think he gives both of those guys give. Well, that I don't like who the, they're interviewing right now. <laughs> yeah, <my laughs> for the love of God, exactly. how many times are we going to repeat that? Hey, great offense! You're scoring about 130 points a game. You're That's also awesome. giving up 130. You're giving 150. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your defense is giving up 150. Here's one for you. Go for it. Quinn Snyder ends up being an assistant for this year. Somewhere. Okay. Somewhere. So it takes a year off, but he's an assistant. Nick's job comes open. (sighs) I will guarantee you that would be a job. Quinn Snyder would be like, yes, please. (laughs) Nick's job, though, scares me. It's just like the Lakers job. Like, it it really isn't, though. They They did some nice things. They need to get rid of Randall. Yes, they have to move on from Julius Randall. Julius Randall is Mr. Unless it's ESPN primetime game, I don't feel like playing. Yeah, he disappears he's that, a lot. He's, yeah, he's just super and inconsistent. That's, and, and that's where in this offseason, I think you see Zion. Because they've already made real interesting moves to bring in Cam Reddish. And RJ Bear. RJ is already Bear. there. Yeah, they already so drafted. They Bear. went and got Reddish. But Duke two point oh. Tibbs didn't Tibbs didn't a, want Reddish. He he didn't ask for that. And, so that was a total and front here, office move that we're saying because, like well, we can get Zion. Yeah. But everything that says that the Pelicans are not moving on moving in moving on from him. But then they also say they won't give him the extension. So yeah. 
They I, want him to prove it, and he's like, I'll prove it in New York. Well, he better prove it very soon if he wants to get that <laughs> max rookie deal, which would estimate him to about, what was it I saw, 182 to anywhere to 190 Ninety million dollars. That's the hopefully rookie that'll max get, extension. Hopefully that'll get him a pair of sneakers that don't blow the frig out. Uh, I hope it gets him a <laughs> treadmill for crying out loud. That'd be nice for him. Uh, Some vegetarian beignets. <laughs> eat a salad, man. That's all I'm eat saying. Like I've had him before with some balsamic vinaigrette and not the ranch. Oh man, I'm hungry now. Now I want a salad. All right. Uh, well, good, we're gonna huh? take a break and I'm gonna chow down on a salad. And while we do, ladies and gentlemen, when we do come back here, we're gonna be talking about the NFL. We had some boys that are saying goodbye to long-time careers. What are their futures as being remembered in the NFL? We'll be talking about that here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. I don't know. We're just out there playing. My helmet came down on me. Uh... <laughs> Is this live? Hey, DJ. <laughs> I got like two more because DJ needs his stuff back. <laughs> I borrowed your stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I borrowed your stuff. Sorry. Ah, uh, you gotta love that voice, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are back here. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Myself, Andrew Valentin, here with David Dykstra and Tyler Beautiful, and that is the voice of the very one and only majestic beard himself, Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because if you haven't heard, Ryan Fitzpatrick, after 19 years in the league. He is officially done. He's done. That's it. He is retiring from the NFL. Uh, obviously, a bit of a sad day for all the bearded men, weirded, weirdy beardy men out there. Uh, Screw you, man. Why? Weirdy bearded men. <laughs> Not you in what particular. Are you, what are you trying to say? Did I say your beard was hey, ever man, weird? I'm the only one with a beard here. I have something. I mean, Mine's just patchy as yeah, hell. You can't call Mine grows on beard one side and then not on the other. He, his is a trying beard. Yeah. Well. I got more than him. He's going for the goatee. Oh, yeah. I, I, I go for the goatee, but then I don't trim. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> but, yes, Ryan Fitzpatrick has retired alongside with him, of course, too. Uh, the forever wonder, the, the, the never-changing man himself. Yeah, Mr. no joke. <laughs> Mr. Frank Gore. You look at a picture of his rookie year, and then now he looks the exact same. Like, no change. Hey, man, he's, he's, a, he's the ageless wonder, man. Easily. Frank Gore doubt. Uh, retiring from the NFL as well. So, obviously, these two no longer going to be a part of it, which is shocking to say that these are... <laughs> oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be part of the NFL. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be oh, in yeah. a booth. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Probably with Amazon. Because Amazon's going to... He retired, and literally <laughs> 10 minutes later, a, a story hit Amazon Prime is in negotiations with Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus! No, it doesn't shock <laughs> me one bit. But obviously, the question I have for the fans, and then I have for the boys here, uh, what is your take on Ryan Fitzpatrick's career? What will he be remembered for? And then and for Frank Gore, I want to ask this as well, because obviously it's been, we've talked about this already, but it's a hotly taught, talked about debate now. Is Frank Gore a legit Hall of Fame candidate? Obviously, let us know. Blow to us one. We want to hear from you guys. David, what do you think, man, for Ryan Fitzpatrick and Frank Gore? Ryan Fitzpatrick, for me, will forever go down as probably one of the greatest backup quarterbacks of all time. Okay. Legit winner. Mm-hmm. Harvard man. Sorry, Pop. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mean to say the H word. My dad. <laughs> my dad graduated from Princeton, so I'm not allowed yes, to say I, that yeah. word. So. <laughs> I was gonna um, say there might be a little bit of controversy in that. I didn't mean it, Dad. Don't hit me. But yeah. Um. I think you. My honest opinion. Mm. 
I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be one of those guys that that transitions into the booth phenomenally. Yeah. And gives wicked great insight. Like there are those guys that are not upper echelon guys like Drew Brees mm-hmm. who epically failed. Um Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. Th- there's a part Before. of me Troy Troy Aikman's good. He's, I mean, he had to work at it, though. He wasn't yeah. great at it right off the bat. It took him a while but to But look get there. at Tony Romo. Right. Above average football player. Right. But his his football IQ is off the charts. Absolutely. And I think that's what you're getting with Ryan Fitzpatrick. You're going to have a guy who's going to be like, oh, they're getting into this set on the defense. Watch him check down to this guy, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing to listen to him and learn from him with his insights. I, I, I see Ryan Fitzpatrick. I definitely see him in the booth. I also, but I see him kind of like how people look at Pat McAfee, right? Because Pat has his kind of like his own podcast thing. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think Him Ryan more. Fitzpatrick having that more open-ended podcast situation. I just want him to dress to up To see like- how he is with the public and just how he's just a complete yeah. character. Absolutely. I, I would love to ha- see him more of like having like an open show like that. Just kind of let him do... YouTube whatever show? he wants. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, like, give him a segment, like, yeah. how ESPN has these little segments they sometimes give guys where, you know, I mean, look, you've got a man from Harvard who's going to be on your show talking to you. Right. It's not gonna, he's going to use big words. I mean, for a guy that's actually from one of the See, but that would schools, make, he that would really make use, it great. Yeah. Like, if he came out and just started using, like, five syllables, <laughs> syllables. <laughs> Indubitably. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, With, a, like, a bow tie and a pipe and a monocle. I would love that. That'd I be amazing. Yes, absolutely. Everybody <laughs> would watch Fitzpatrick, that. if you want those ideas, you can contact D. Dykstra. <laughs> 7795 at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, is going to be... Look, everybody... The guy didn't do enough, unfortunately, to make the Hall of Fame. His numbers are but, decent. But... Yeah. His numbers are better than Troy Aikman's. It's true. His it's numbers true. are much better than Troy Aikman's. I'm looking at this right now. Aikman's. He threw for near 10 yards away from 35,000 yards, 223 touchdowns. He's yeah. not going to get in. No, he, he won't. He's he won't. just not going to get into the Hall of Fame. A 59-87-1 record is not enough. What a big, the big help was he had one season in 15 with the Jets. Made the Jets go 10-6. and six. Oh, yes. yeah. Three, that, that, was 3, the, that was the original year Magic, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's that when it, was, it started. That was the start of his build. The real... Pin, not, I, I don't want to say pinnacle point, but the real point where I think it was starting to like catch fire was the Bill season where he had like thirty touchdowns or t- like twenty five touchdowns or something like that, three thousand yards, and they had like a and they made the playoffs. I think that year, if I'm not mistaken, with Steven Johnson and Lee Evans. Oh, nobody yeah. remembers. Nobody, nobody was, remembers these guys. Nobody. Like, this was Fred Jackson was the running back. I think there was. Before C.J. Spiller got drafted, like this was Fred Jackson. <laughs> wow! No, no, C.J. Spiller's rookie year. I think it was. It might have been. C.J. It might have been his rookie. Year. So, yeah, this is a, go all the way back to that time, folks. So that was 2010, 2010, 2009, 2010. So it feels like a light years away. Hell, I'm even looking at this. His <laughs> second year with Cincinnati, the dude had 304 rushing yards. Yeah, yeah. People forget he That's was a Bengal. Insane. Like he was. I forgot a he was with Cincy. Yeah. He was a backup, and, and they were Todd like Joe Burrow, all he, everything he knows. <laughs> hey, man, you know if he if they win a Burrow ring, was why probably not? like ten years old. No, not even, not even, not man. even he ten wasn't years even old. Fitz Magic was my favorite player. <laughs> um, but moving on to the Frank 
Frank Gore, I don't know if he should should possibly you know, screw it. He should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay. Now, whether he is or not is yeah. a whole different question. I don't think he's going to be mm-hmm. just for the pure fact name recognition. Right. Yeah. He, he's yeah. never been that guy that's on 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 Mount Olympus going, I am the greatest of all time. Right. He was always the quiet guy. Mr. Consistency. Absolutely. Right. 16. Like the thing is, I don't even six, know what he sounds like. I've six, never heard his voice. 16 seasons. Yeah. And almost all of them, he had a thousand yards rushing. I mean, 16,000 yards in 16 seasons, that averages 1,000 yards. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> he's, he's one of the only few quarterbacks to make it into the 16,000 rushing yard. Uh, he's number three on the all-time rushing list. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. behind, uh, obviously, Peyton and Barry. Nope. No, not Barry. No, er, Barry didn't. Er, fuck. Why er, am I going blank? Uh, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Who is the all-time yes. leading yes. rusher. <laughs> because he played a God. long time. Walter Payton. Yes. Is second. Yeah. And then, and then Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. And then you go. And, but see, once again, everybody, there. when you say that, everybody's like, seriously? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's damn good. There, I, I don't good. know if there will ever be another running back with that kind of sustained consistency at the running back position ever again. Keep this in mind, too, folks. He was a part of a Miami Hurricanes college football program that consisted <laughs> of, oh, I don't know how many Pro Bowl Hall of Fame caliber running backs. Willis McGahee, I mean, Clinton Portis, Najee Davenport, on and on. We can keep going and going and going. And he was the like third back on that team. And he had an ACL injury. And still got drafted. Still got drafted <laughs> yeah. in the third round because the Niners were like, well, he's small and he might ba- he bounces off people. Like that was the whole thing I heard was they draft him because he's like he's small, he can duck under people, he bounces off people. He seems like he's tough, and sure enough, right from the get go, they're like, okay, this boy can play. This 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 man can absolutely like he was a man among among boys out there, and he was 21, 22 years old. Yeah, recovering still from his ACL, ACL. injury. Yeah. One um, thing that's crazy as I'm looking at is. For six seasons in a row, he never missed a game. No. And usually, like, I have never heard of a player that gone that long. Not a running back. No. Not a running back. No. Without being injured. Like, yeah. I mean. But see, he's God. he's an old school. Yeah. yeah like, no, exactly. He was, right. I'm sure he was dinged up. Probably. Oh, he absolutely he, was hurting. He always played through it. Yeah, absolutely. No, he, you'd always, like, it was like every other day or every other week you'd see right. questionable. Questionable. Right, yeah, he was yep. always like, uh, is he going to play? Yeah, of course I'm going to play. Because <laughs> he also never wanted to give the other running backs a chance because I, he knew. He's like, if I do, like my job might be gone. Like, and I love better? the fact that he signed a one-day oh, contract with San Francisco. He had to retire. Now. Yeah. He's definitely. the Niners' all-time leading rusher. Although, I did see something the other day that I had not dawned on me. When did the Steelers sign Miles Jack? Oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> Like, yeah, wait, yeah. What? what? Yeah, they signed Miles Jack, yeah. I was, why not? They had another linebacker. Devin Bush keeps getting hurt, so you need somebody. 
What a bookend for freaking TJ. I know. Yeah, I know like, right? Nice let's, little... Let's put them on each on each side yeah. and see how you do yeah. there. Well, he's not great. Yeah, when the hell did that happen? I didn't even hear so, about it. Yeah, no. It yeah, was, it was super quiet. It yeah, was what quiet, the hell? Like, silent signing. I like, was, nobody talked about it. I was it. reading something for another paper, and all of a sudden I said, Miles Jack tells the difference between... Oh, it was a Jacksonville newspaper. Yeah. Tells the difference between being on the Steelers and Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, wow, that is probably a really long read absolutely god <laughs> um well let me so here's the thing so a lot of people obviously argue maybe he's not a hall of famer let me let me read something out i to don't you both i don't quick. think he's a i unfortunately i, I don't think he's okay. a first ballot but i think yeah. he he should make it second or third let me just let me throw this out real quick for you guys so there's this this running backs in the hall of fame Okay, he's in the top 10 for all-time leading rushers. He's a five-time Pro Bowler. He's a one-time All-Pro. He won the 1995 Offensive Rookie of the Year, and he as well made a Super Bowl appearance uh, with the New England Patriots. Do you know who this running back is? Oh, what year? Uh, this would be from 1995 to 2005. He made the Super Bowl with the Patriots in 96 when they lost to the Packers. Any guesses? No, I am blanking. I'm blanking. That'd too. be Curtis Martin, folks. Oh, son of a gun! You know who else made five Pro Bowls? He didn't get a rookie, all rookie. He didn't make the rookie of the year. But you know who else has five Pro Bowls and made a Super Bowl with his team? Frank Gore. So I think if you look at those two careers, I think you have to say Curtis Martin gets in. I think Frank Gore gets in. Once again, though, greatest show on turf. Fair point. And that's that's the difference the between show on turf. Wasn't he part of the? Group? No, 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 no. That was Marshall Falk. Oh, that was Marshall Falk. Yeah, no. This this is the man that got top five all time rusher. Curtis Martin, top five all time rusher, never ran more than twenty yards for his entire career. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, so no, I, I mean, it is what it is. That's the thing. I just think if you're looking at Curtis Martin saying he's Once a Hall again, of Famer, then I think it, it's Frank not. Orris. It's not. But it's the not first hall, ballot. It's not the the Hall of Fame of excellence. It's the Hall of Fame of okay, you're above average. Yeah. It, it, it is anymore. That's how it is now. Yeah, anyone's getting and uh, not anyone, but just about. You have to do something of significant yeah. value, and I think third Frank all Gore time on the definitely. List, I don't he see, has to put. I don't in see there. Tony Romo getting into the Hall of Fame. No, no, no. unless it's for broadcasting, which right, is yeah. 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 It could happen. It just. Stop trying to be the guesser, Tony. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's going to do it for the NFL stuff. Obviously, let us know. What do you think? Do you think Frank Gore's a Hall of Famer? What do you think about Fitzpatrick's career? And what do you think his career is going to be like in the booth if he potentially goes that way? Obviously, comment. Blow to whistle one. We want to hear from you guys. And when we do come back here, folks, we're going to be doing the greatest segment of all time. It's You're Killing Me Smalls. We're going to be ranting and raving about what had us saying You're Killing Me Smalls throughout the week. That's coming next here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. You're killing me, Smalls. That's right, folks. It is time for your killing me, Smalls, ladies and gentlemen. You got the growl. I like it. I know. I, 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 I had to work it up there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is the greatest segment in all of TV, radio, media history, uh, where we talk about what had us ranting and raving throughout the week. So if you guys out there by any chance had anything that had you saying you're killing me, Smalls, you can hit us up at BlowTWhistle1 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We want to hear from you guys always. We want to know what had you going crazy for the week. And David... I think you're going to, I think we'll let you go first. Okay. You never, you never go, go first. first. I never, ever, ever go first. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> so many people right now are listening today going, what is that? It's a, such an old bit at this point. <laughs> it's okay, though. 
R.I.P. Our Brandon. OG listeners. I yes. mean, not R.I.P. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's still alive. <laughs> but he's saying y'all and you know. <laughs> you know I like my chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. <laughs> We love you, Brandon. I promise. We love you. He's sitting we around a fire eating beans. <laughs> oh, we have to get him in a cowboy outfit now and do a photo Just shoot. blazing saddles all over the place. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, Got spurs on his boots. <laughs> uh, at least he'd get. At least he'd get Hannah's attention. He's <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> well, who's hi there, that? little Missy. Who's that? Hi there, little girl. It's <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. Oh my God, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> but oh, anyway, gotta go, David. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, uh, speaking of cowboys, <laughs> a Spanish cowboy named John Rom. <laughs> That was a horrible transition, but yes. I made it work. I made it work. Uh, a for effort. Hey, he tried to lasso a lady with his golf club. <laughs> Not like legit. Yeah. On national TV, in a pretty big tournament. The Memorial is a pretty big tournament and, yeah. and watched very closely. John Rahm completely shanks his 9-iron, then proceeds in anger to chuck said golf club and almost hits the poor lady holding the boom mic so they can pick up the sound. <laughs> now, to John's credit, you do hear him say, I'm sorry. Right. He does apologize very quickly and in, in, in that. But John Rom, for not looking where you're chucking your golf club and almost hitting a lady that was innocent in the whole thing, I give you a big old... You're killing me, Smalls. Wow. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't think anything will ever beat some of the daily throws I've seen. Dude, nothing will ever beat John Daly smoking 21 cigarettes and <laughs> drinking Diet Coke and being sponsored by I mean, Hooters. He's a legend. Absolutely. No, absolutely. John Rom should never be mentioned in John Daly's general area. I'm just saying. his. He might be a better golfer, <laughs> but damn it, he's not a better person. John Daly should... <laughs> Don't get me started, Andrew! <laughs> I know, I know. No, I'm just saying John Daly's throws should definitely be sponsored by somebody. Like, Listen, I'm so old that I have... United jo- Airlines. I have John Daly's old VHS tape when he first you got fixed, <laughs> and it's called Grip It and Rip It. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the old school instructionals. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That could have so many meanings when it comes yeah. to John Daly. Dude, that's John Daly though for you. That's why he's the greatest. I've got I've got at least three Sports Illustrated's with him on the cover. Like in those SOBs, it chilies <laughs> did not call me when this dude was there on my only day off in like twenty years. <laughs> Sons of guns. All right, but anyway, uh, Tyler, that should be my. You're killing me. Smalls. Yes, I'm going old school. <laughs> Tyler, do you have one? Do you want me to go next? I have one. I'll go with this. Uh, this one I found okay. earlier. This one I I don't even know how I feel about this. This just seems so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came out about fourteen days ago that the Nebraska Cornhuskers football. Is suspending red balloon tradition due to helium shortage. <laughs> so, hold on. So, like, they do their tradition is for every home game, the first touchdown that Nebraska scores, 
they all have like a red balloon and they just let them go. Yeah. So all that stuff. For, that's not safe for the environment. Well, no. No. But the thing that I'm stupid like. Stupid corn huskers. Just, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I don't call you stupid nitly lions. Nitly lions. We'll find it. We'll find it. Got it. Nitly. But I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. I didn't even know that there was a. Such thing as a helium, a global helium shortage, because apparently the U.S. gets most of their helium from Ukraine. So that's not the only. Really? That's not the yeah. only. Yeah. Listen, that's not the only thing that the Ukraine's got. They, no, they have a lot. But I mean, <laughs> the wheat issue is the biggest issue yeah. going on in U- Ukraine. Supplies like the world's wheat supply. Yeah, they don't. They carry a lot of everything. Yeah. But yeah, the but helium thing's interesting. Like, I didn't even know you can have a shortage of helium. And it just sounds like we're having a global crisis. We can't have any more balloons. No more party tricks. We have a balloon shortage. God, Party City must be like <laughs> bummed. Every clown's so, now gone from happy face to sad face. You know, <laughs> you have like a birthday party yeah, and like, make a balloon animal. I can't. Yeah. Like, you suck. Make a bicycle clown. <laughs> Make my dad come back. <laughs> oh. and, then, uh, well, and then there's Bobo Ty- can only do so much, son. And then there's Tyler sad because he can't go, we represent the <laughs> Sorry, dude. I love you. David. You're killing me, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was fair. But, uh, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. About the, I mean, this one just, I mean, it just really just threw me off. I didn't know about a helium <laughs> shortage. So for the U.S. having a helium shortage for these, for Nebraska not be able to do their tradition of the balloons, I give you guys. You're killing me, Smalls. I think Nebraska's got better, bigger problems with their football team than the helium, helium shortage. Balloons. Yeah, I would say We so. need the balloons. <laughs> Listen, That's all we've got. All of a sudden, we're, we're over here talking about throwing golf clubs at people yeah. and Tyler's com- coming with the geopolitical stuff <laughs> with his helium balls. We support Ukraine yeah. and their helium needs. And the faster that we get this Ukrainian thing, the the more likely it the is that my Nebraska Cornhuskers will be able to release their balloons. Yeah, we, we support you, Ukraine, in all your efforts to release the helium. All right, we're all fighting right. for the balloons. <laughs> For your right. For helium. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> Save the balloon animals. Peter should make a post about that. <laughs> Unoccupied Ukraine. We say Save the balloon animals. We say no balloon. popping balloon animals. Oh, it's a t-shirt. You should too. That's you a t-shirt. Should. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> We support their Ukraine. <laughs> Save the balloon Save animals. The balloon animals. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, my God. This wasn't supposed oh, to go as good this, as it did. This went a lot farther than I thought it would. <laughs> Talk about a freaking helium strip. It's almost as good as arm barn. <laughs> 
<coughs> oh my god. Oh my that was god. Great. Okay. Oh, what was I gonna do? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, that was that that went a lot farther than I thought it was really gonna go. It was not necessary. That was All great. Right. Mine's gonna be I'm gonna make it quick and simple. Ben Simmons. We're done. No. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, no. So obviously, Deshaun Watson. Uh, for those who don't know, oh, Jesus, he's got his 24th uh, civil suit coming against him uh, for accusing him of sexual misconduct. Uh, well, this has to really do with what his lawyer had to say, uh, where his lawyer was apparently being quoted as saying that apparently he's of the mindset that I guess. Happy endings, if you will, are not considered illegal. What? Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if he knows how this is actually going, but this is about his unwanted sexual advances towards these women. Not about whether or not a happy ending is legal or not. Okay? I would agree with that. This is about the fact that he... Tried to pressure these women into sexual advances. Okay, this is that's what this is about. This is about the legality of this kind of stuff. I mean, this is this is just as dumb as when he said, "Look, whatever sexual you know interaction happened between him and the three masseuses that actually that it did actually happen with, it, it, you know, that was consensual. It was consent. Okay, but then you're saying that that something else did happen. Then you're digging his grave for him right now. You're supposed to be his lawyer." This is, what, bop. <laughs> this is what I want to know. Just, Where in the blue hell are some of these celebrities getting their lawyers? I don't even I know. know. Let me look through the yellow pages real quick. Objection would, hearsay. Right. You would think like, okay, who got off with what? Like, I would be going for that guy. Did I read that call correctly? Me, call me one, two, two, two. Dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just can't fathom. What his lawyer's thinking when he steps to the podium, or he's got these, or he brings out these press conference bits, and and he says these things, or he puts these, you know, uh, press bits out there, and the, and has these things. I just don't know what he's thinking about because it's like, dude, does Deshaun not realize? Like he's like he's just got to be going there, going, I'm screwed, I'm screwed. You're not helping me, I'm screwed. Well, it should tell you a lot that none of the 24 women have dropped a nope. dang no. thing. Not even close. Now they're adding on. I mean, at this point, <laughs> we're gonna be hitting 30 soon. And if you're telling me that, that I, I you know Fandor, what, I don't you need to make a bet right I here. I don't think I don't think it's gonna hit 30. I think it's gonna hit a nice even 250 or 25. I was 25. 250, <laughs> 25. I think it's gonna hit a nice. That sounds weird to say, but a yeah. nice even 25. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Quarter of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Quarter of a hundred. So to yeah. Deshaun Watson's lawyer for. Just continuing to shove his foot farther down his throat at this point. I give you, sir, a big old... You're killing me, Smalls! Like, that should be a uh, a question on Family Feud. <laughs> yes. We surveyed 100 women. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you consider sexual assault? Yeah. A finger to the patootie, Steve Harvey. <laughs> You just, it just Bring like, 25. <laughs> you know, pass or play. No, you pass it. Okay, I would too. Do, do, yeah. do. <laughs> it's, it just it blows my mind. I, I'm dead like, serious. I really want to know where, so, like, are these super 
and this is where I'm coming from. Yeah. These are super intelligent lawyers, obviously, because they are the best of the best. Absolutely. But they're trying to be too smart for their own good. Is, does yeah. that make sense? No, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, totally. And that's they're fumbling over themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they're making themselves look like complete idiots. They think they're saying something so grand and so like, oh, that'll stop them in their tracks. But it's like. Right, but like Mike Florio was the one that wrote the article about the whole thing where he's like, oh, only three of the women that he was with that did the massage was, was consensual sex. Okay, but then Mike Florio's like, but then you're insinuating that he was looking for something more than a massage. Do you not see how that could be a problem down the road? Listen, here's my thing. <laughs> I haven't se seen this bad of lawyering on this case and the Amber Heard case <laughs> since somebody goes, hey, you know what would be a great idea? OJ should try on the glove. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going that way. Like, really? Seriously. This is, and we're not it even was... in a trial yet. We're not even in a trial with the Deshaun Watson thing. Like, we're, we're, I don't know how far off from that, but we're not even there yet. It's, it's amazing. It's gonna, uh, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't. Stop talking. All right. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. the lawyers. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Objection hearsay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been but, watching the Lincoln but, lawyer. But, but, but you said <laughs> it. Great season. I yes. saw that. Great but you stuff. said it. Oh. <laughs> Objection. Did I read that correctly? Shouldn't hire Amber Heard's lawyers. Come on, Deshaun. All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it for your Killing Me Smalls. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, obviously let us know what had you saying your Killing Me Smalls. If you didn't give us one today, don't worry about it. We've got the TV show tomorrow, 2.30, 3.30. You guys can check us out. With um, a possible special guest. A absolutely, with a possible special yes. guest. Uh, we'll be going live on Facebook and Who's on YouTube as well. way better than well. Yeah. Jeez, man. <laughs> Um, he at least brings more energy than Tyler. He brings more energy than me, and that's tough to do. That's true. Our, our man, he's got he got some stuff. So be on the lookout for that, folks. Hopefully, uh, well, I must have upset David today. <laughs> he did me. something. To he's, him. Been, he's been mean to me. I know he's been picking. I'm cranky. Me. I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> See, you ate the you ate that you ate that bar in front of him, and he was all of a sudden like, "Oh, there's my food that I could have had." That's oh, all right. Yeah. I ate the two moon pies in front of him. <laughs> my chocolate moon pies. How old were those moon pies? They were fresh, man. All right, all right. A right. little checking. dry, but fresh. I mean, those things Those things are like Twinkies, right? Can't they last like Probably. through a nuclear holocaust Forever. or whatever? It oh, is. Yeah. All I, I want is a GD Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's going to do it for the first hour, ladies and gentlemen. But don't worry, because we've got a second hour coming up. That's right. Aura what the deuce? Dos. What the deuce? What the deuce? That's right. Well, we're going to be hitting it with some baseball. Of course, we're going to be talking about this weird golf thing that's going to be going on. Oh, it's not yeah, weird. No, it's scandalous. It's, it's, getting, it's getting spicy now, folks. Believe it or not, we're going to talk about soccer yeah that's right and uh we're way too early yeah, way, way too early soccer uh and then we'll be getting into a fun segment thanks to one of our lovely fans and uh don't go anywhere we'll be listening right here on blow the whistle on sportstownchicago.com Why he's playing this? Because neither team deserves it. I was gonna say this. At this least the Sox me, won. Yeah. I would. I would have been like, "Hello, darkness, my, my old friend." friend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, we're back for hour two. Uh, apparently, we're gonna start this one off on a sad note. Uh, <laughs> it's still listen. <laughs> when the best baseball team in Chicago is an independent baseball team. Oh, by the way. Good on you, Chicago Dogs, winning 11 out of 12 of the last games. Absolutely. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations top, to the boys. Top of their division. Better than we can say for the Cubs or the Sox right now. Yeah. Absolutely. I was literally working the Cubs game last night. I'm like, 
I could totally see the dogs playing a series against the Cubs and beating them. No. I would absolutely say so. not. I would put money on the it. only the only way Cubs win by two runs. The only way close, the sure. only way the dogs have a shot is if Kipper's on the mound. And Kipper's back, boys. <laughs> yeah, Kipper's got a pitch. <laughs> Kipper. Uh but Kipper. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so Age Valentin, David Dykstra, Tyler Butterball here. Yep. Uh doing our thing. We're talking, yes, we're talking about the Cubs and White Sox started off. Obviously, we're gonna be getting into this L I V golf because it does start this weekend. <laughs> uh going real early on the World Cup stuff because we just we don't talk enough about soccer. Our so. way too early predictions on World Cup. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh, because World Cup battling has begun. Uh, and then we've got a fun segment for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Again, courtesy of one of our fans. Is Uzbekistan in it this year for the World Cup? Uzbekistan? Yeah. Uzbekistan. I, know, Uzbekistan. I don't think Uzbekistan is in. So I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Here, here's the thing. I always <laughs> love rooting for the, the African countries. Those are my favorite. All right, I like Nigeria, yeah, and South Africa, yeah, yeah, yeah. not so much South Africa, totally racists. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking? What? I'm sorry. All right. Uh, so Cubs and White Sox, obviously, uh, the White Sox having allegedly <laughs> the White Sox having a decent. Decent go at it uh, against Tampa. They they were able to win a couple uh, while they were down there in. Uh, I feel like they have Florida. Tampa Bay's number. Not to interrupt you, I apologize, yeah, no, yeah. but I I truly because they won, they swept them first series, right? I mean, they beat them three to two on the first one, and yeah, and then they beat them six to five in this last one. So, I mean, I I thought they did lose one of these games. Uh, no, uh, but in the series, in the series, I like their first series this year when everybody's like, oh, are they for real? Are they not? And Tampa Bay came in and they were like, let us sweep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I think I think they did. I'm like, pretty sure. It, right they now, did, they I'm, did win the series two to one earlier in the two to one. Yeah, they yes. did not sweep. Oh, okay, yeah. my apologies. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> apologies. But th- this is one of those times where if I'm Tampa Bay, the mm-hmm. last thing I want to see is Chicago get on a heater and you meet them in the playoffs. Son of a gun. Yeah. No, I mean, listen. they've been playing good baseball against Tampa. Well, I, I'm, it's I feel. I mean, not good, Andrew. I feel like Andrew. we're seriously as a fellow Sox fan because I'm more of a Sox fan than I am a Cubs fan. Right. I feel like we're on rinse and freaking repeat again. Yeah. It's 2020 all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or no, 2021 all yeah. over again. Yes. Hey, if they could just stay healthy, they'd be a team. Well, I, uh, listen, the, a lot of the problems right now that they're having is the their defense right now is all over the place. They're having trouble, I think, finding guys that could fit in particular spots and uh, on the field and be able to complement each other well. That seems to be a big issue with the, when it comes to the. I mean, the second baseman thing is still obviously kind of a concern. I mean, shout out, I guess, goes to Danny Mendick for being able to step in there and and do what he does best God to fill bless in there. You, and Danny Mendick, yeah, <laughs> he's a uh, he's a nice piece that I'm glad they were able to keep around because yeah, he, he is. <laughs> Stop it! Stop uh, what? I'm I'm complimenting the dude on his baseball abilities. Absolutely, get your mind out of the gutter, Andrew. Well, who put it in the gutter there now? Huh? <laughs> um, no, listen, the whole the problem that they're having right now, I think, is that obviously, yes, they don't have Lynn back, but I, that's not even the biggest problem. The biggest problem is the man who's running the lineup card is, say what? S- sorry to say this, but drunk at the wheel right now. <laughs> allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> he just can't commit to a lineup. Why is Andrew Vaughn fitting, hitting so far down in this thing at like six or seven? I, I, it, like every time he's changing things up, go with the lineup, stick with it, commit to these guys. If it works, great. If yeah. it doesn't work, then right. after the series, you t- retool. I mean, my God, people are bashing on Tim Anderson because, oh, well, he's not making the plays at shortstop that he used to make. He's still being one of the most effective hitters on the How team. How long has he been injured? Well, that, yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying. Like he probably played a good two, three weeks before he was like, okay, I can't go any longer. Right. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm I'm holding out hope for a team that I know a lot of people are abandoning ship on. I would say we're only over 50, we're just over 50 games into the season, and you want to jump ship already because typical you think, Sox fans, man. Yeah, <laughs> you, we scraped against the rock, first. we're and done. You, and you think the Titanic is sinking? That's all. It was a pebble. Okay, I know it's a struggle right now. Of course, it's a struggle. Everybody's adjusting to this team right now. You're trying to feel it out. They're trying to feel it out for Christ for Christ's sake. I mean, come on, we. We can we can we can see this team transform if a few pieces get back and if Tony Larusa can just stay away from making the decisions and just just steer the ship in a path that's not where the iceberg's at. That's all you got to do. I think it's this is this is how a lot of Chicago fans are. Is that when they're starting to look hope for your team, everyone the whole fan base gets overly overhyped, and then once they get let down. They're like, oh, screw them. They suck. I hate oh, them. Oh, BS, man. Cubs fans are just like, I don't care. As long as I get to go regularly, I'm good. Yeah, I just want to make a cup snake. I'm going to go to Bleacher to make a cup snake. I think the problem with the White Sox, too, is that a lot of fans, obviously because the last few years now, even with the shortened season, we've now me being a part of those fans, we've now seen what the White Sox can become and what they can build up. I mean, they were favored to possibly go to the World Series this year, and so you set the expectations so 50 high. 50 games in, people. Right, of course. End of story. You, you set the expectations to that level to say, oh, we're supposed to be in the World Series. Let's take it step by step as fans, but nobody wants to do that. They want to rush immediately to the judgment on, oh, we have to be in the World Series or it's a bust of a season. Not necessarily. If you find this, find a way to be able to win this thing and win the division still, which you could because Minnesota is right now in a downward spiral, you can actually and pull so this are off. The Guardians. And so do the Guardians. Well, but see, and that's the thing. People don't realize that Minnesota and Cleveland had some super easy schedules to start the, se- Absolutely. the season off. Yeah. And and the White Sox are going, "Yeah, let's let's play uh the Yankees three times, uh three series, let's play Tampa Bay two series. Right. Let's throw in the Dodgers, Cubs, you know, cuz I don't care what you say, the Cubs, White Sox, you can throw the records out the the door." Right, yeah. Uh you know, let's just throw all the <laughs> all the primetime Great, yeah. Angels, yeah. all the top teams, which <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, not beating those top teams as a fan. Am I concerned about it? Yeah, a little bit, but you don't you have your teams. stars out on the field when yeah. you don't have your stars out on the field. Of course, it's going to be harder to beat those elite teams because guess what? Unfortunately, the evil empire's back and Aaron Judge is raking, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he is. He's doing, he <laughs> yeah. is doing work right now. I mean, look, like you said, though, you don't have Big Baby Eloy Jimenez. You don't have La Pantera and Luis Robert is not out there. I mean, you don't Tim have... Anderson, you're, Tim Anderson, your emotional captain. leader. Yeah. yeah. Really, really, the guy that should be wearing the C on the team at this point. Lance Lynn. Yeah. I, I mean... Uh, you're missing those key pieces. So when they get back, is it going to make a difference? I would say so because they have guys. Watch this team click. Yeah. 
And like you've said, though, before, and very quickly. to quote you, David, they're most likely going to be playing more in spite of Tony LaRue. Because I have to feel that he's been a big part of the reason why this season has been so up and down, even in these early parts. I don't care who's been hurt. You as the manager, being as experienced as you are, what was it again? He says a Hall of Fame baseball player person, whatever he calls himself. You yeah. should be able to differentiate how to be able to handle a baseball situation unless you're outdated, which I think he is. So... Yeah. You want to move on to Cubs? Let's, let's get to the Cubs. We can talk real yeah, quickly about the Cubs. I mean, no, seriously. I, yeah. I, my personal opinion, because I haven't, and I'll be the first one to admit that until I'm always that guy that doesn't really start paying attention. And Andrew's like, I, I saw Andrew's face. Andrew's like, ooh, Dave actually paying attention to the baseball <laughs> now. Yeah, because we're 50 games in. We're getting yeah. into the meat you, of where guys should be good. You can now tell what your Cubs have a lot of young talent. They do. They do. And Keegan Thompson, I swear to God, if he's not at the start of that rotation here very quickly, yeah. and you shift you shift Hendricks down, this is what I would do after the All-Star break. You put Keegan Thompson up at the top. Why not? You yeah. have nothing to lose. That's, yeah, exactly. See how he can do against these elite pitchers in the National League. Then you put Hendricks two, put Stroman three, and see what you got at the bottom end. And I some of these young players are starting to rake. I want to see more of Killian. Killian made his first his debut, and he did he did solid. Decent. Yeah, he, did solid. he, he had one decent. bad inning. He had one really bad inning. But see, that's but then he was able to recoup and get back, and he started throwing really well. Justin Steele, we were talking earlier that he's probably one of our favorites, but then he's he's dealing a rough patch as well. Yeah. he didn't have a great Inc- exactly. Inconsistency. I like ever since he had that ten strikeout game, he hasn't been the same. Yeah. Justin Steele since. I would I, like to I see, understand that because, yeah. you know, guess what? I put a nice little <laughs> on uh Justin Steele against Cincinnati. Yeah. Four and a half strikeouts. I hit I went over. I'm sitting in there with Tyler. He gets two in the first inning. I'm like, all right, boys. Here we go. <laughs> Twenty to five later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they've got a lot of prospects, right? They've got P. Crow Armstrong. Who I mean, that kid is supposed to be a stud, right? That that's supposed to be one of your up and coming big name guys for for the Morale. franchise. Morel, yeah, he's been Morel is Morel has been killing it right now in the lineup. I mean, you see Wilson Contreras just kind of taking him under his wing at this point, saying, "See, but that's scary to me because I I at least well, I'm I think sorry. teaching him the game. Okay, that's great. Teach him how to be a professional, but keep your mouth shut. Right, like don't teach him how to be an idiot." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm it seems like he's not teaching him like how to fight or anything like that. It's more of like listen, just breathe, take it easy cuz morale is a guy that seems like if he gets overwhelmed by pitches, he can get stressed out and he'll start swinging at stuff at random. But he's now kind of been he's been so consistent though at being able to sit on pitches. He's very wait. composed. Yeah. But once yeah. again, I want to see how he looks second time through. Absolutely. Because no, yeah. now these pitchers are going to see everybody's going to get to swings. know him. Look at Suzuki. Right. Exactly. I also want to see Jordan Wicks, one of their their top pick from this year. I want to see this kid start coming through because everything I've looked at him as a pitcher, strong-armed kid, really good movement on the ball, needs a little bit of work. But at this point, I know he's young, but you might as well see what you've gotten him and try him out and... You know, give that's, him give him a chance to look at the big leagues to see what it's like. That's how the the second half of this season should just be. Just yeah, work out your young, new young guys. Watch just, them go on a freaking heater in the second half because Ross. It typically and I haven't heard squat about people being mad at Ross at all. I think 
I not think the lately, fans, not really. No, I think the fans understand that he's dealing with a loaded deck. Yeah, and he's doing the best that he can with the talent that he's got well, around. Him. He's working behind the the cue ball right now. I mean, eight ball? Or eight ball, excuse me. Cue <laughs> ball. That's me. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I I mean, look, you've got, you've got a franchise right now who you don't have much talent. You have a president or a GM, really, that aren't really communicating, it sounds like, too much with him. And then you have an ownership that I, I think we can all come to the conclusion at this point. They're happy with status like, quo. Yeah, they, they don't really care about whether they're making team, money no matter what. Yeah, they got their World Series. They got their revenue from building up the area and building up the stadium. They don't when, really care. When we bought the Cubs, we won the World Series. Right, exactly. <laughs> we don't have to do anything for another 108 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, but, and by the way, again, don't put all the heat too much on John Ricketts. Put it on Papa Ricketts. Oh, it's Papa. It's his, it's his money. Papa. Yeah. So, I mean, if you Papa want things to change, you better hope that a, a, a Worst situation comes about, I would say. That's that's the best I can do for I, them at this I point. I think there's some promise for the second half. I don't think they will be a basement dweller like I originally thought. Uh, it, 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 I don't know. It's, it depends it's more on how the young guys react. I think I think to to the upcoming next few. Games. I think Rossi has a a better. Believe it or not, I think Ross has a better handle on these young guys and can be more of a manager mentor to these young guys than okay. he could with the guys that he actually played with. Okay. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Because he's got like... He wasn't going to get in the face of Rizzo or... Like it's kind of hard to... Like, Chris Bryant. Right. When you and, were a teammate yeah. and then being... The exactly. manager right that after was, that. It's a weird transition. That was my biggest thing Like when he was made manager. It's like... How do you manage somebody you've played with? You have the respect of them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. He, he absolutely they, had, he the, had respect the respect. But transition to the role of not being just teammates, but like, yes. Listen to me, You got to listen to me now. <laughs> you pay attention to me. I captain the ship and it's like, whoa, but you whoa, know, whoa. you were just with us. Like you were there and now you're there. Like that does But even when whoa. he was a player. Oh, see, now I, you're big time in us. <laughs> <laughs> but even when he was a player, I still think they like, because he was that veteran. He was a coach they, on the field. Yeah, basically. I think they like, kind of yeah, like... That's they what they a catcher is. It's essentially, yeah. That's why the catchers sometimes make the best managers. Heck yeah. And that's why if you're what, a White Sox fan, you should be saying hire AJ and fire Tony. Uh, so my question... <laughs> my question <laughs> not, to, not to get off the Cubs, obviously. No. no my question to you is yeah. he's in year three, right? Uh, Yes. Tony would be in year... No. Th- Ross. Oh, Ross. Yes. Yeah, Ross is year in year three. three. Yeah. Yes. Ross is in year I'm three. I'm not disappointed with what he's done. He took for him to the what he has for what yeah, he has he's done a decent job. They played really well after they got rid of everybody last yeah. year. The guys that performed last year are starting to perform now. Right, right. What's yeah. Your, what, what what's your what's your dynamic duo there, Tyler? <laughs> Schwizdom. Schwizdom. <laughs> I can't. I, I, every single time I'm trying to say Schwindel, I keep saying Schwizdom. Ever since I heard Schwizdom, I'm like, damn. I, you know what? Schwindel. I like it. It's I, it's, 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 it's catchy. catchy. Yeah, it hits right off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> off the tongue, off the tongue. As long as they keep hitting, it'll hit on the tongue. Um, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for the Cubs and White Sox, folks. Obviously, how do you feel about how they've been doing so far this year? Where do you feel that they're gonna be at by the end of the season? We want to know from you guys. Blow to whistle one. Hit us up on social media. Let us know. We want to hear from you, folks. And when we do come back here, we've got a golf tournament going on, ladies Four. and gentlemen. <laughs> And believe it or not, the man that has been at the center of this all had some news coming up. We'll be talking about that. Finally made a decision, you punk. (laughs) We'll be talking about that punk here next on Blow the Whistle on SportsDownChicago.com. 
Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back here to Blow the Whistle. Smooth. Here on SportstownChicago.com. Straight I'm out of Lombard. Straight out of Lombard. Yeah, straight Been here for years. I'm Andrew Valentin. I'm still here with David Dykstra and, of course, Tyler Beautyball and... Ye old ball and chain. Ye old ball. ball and chain. I thought that was only for the TV. And double D. Absolutely. Double um, D. Yeah, uh, welcome back, everybody. Again, if you want to hit us up at BlowTWhistle1 on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also to BlowTWhistleRadio at gmail.com. Questions, comments, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, also, too, shout out to, again, all the people from the Under the Hood podcast, current listeners, new listeners, all that good stuff. Thank you all so much for joining us. And yes. Uh, what if, up, people? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> if you what up, peeps? <laughs> like they're going to answer me. I'm doing good, Double D. I'm doing great, man. <laughs> Son. How you doing? Uh, I heard you. <laughs> so we alluded to uh, the uh, golf basically kind of being this next one. Yes, LIV Golf Tournament. The very first event is happening this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Correct. mundo. Yes, this Saturday. Yes. Uh, it will be featuring 48 players. So far. So far. Uh, with one addition. I'm, I'm guaranteeing <laughs> you. People will be like, say what? Yeah. I go. Um, yeah. So, folks, get ready for this because, believe it or not, the man who has been at the center of all of this, Phil Mickelson, has officially committed to being a part of the LIV golf event this Saturday. That's right, folks. Way to not punk out, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to stir that Kool-Aid. You might as well just jump full in deep. <laughs> So the question I have to the listeners, and then I'm going straight to this man right here because I have to because I know he's which got some man, more. This is radio, Andrew. I'm, you got to tell Oh, I'm sorry. Did. I'm so sorry. I'm, there's no visual aspect <laughs> here. I pointed right, right here. here. What? Uh, the question I have the tease, to everybody. The tease. The tease, yes. There could be another person in here. You don't know. I mean, yeah. Uh, the question, did you bring your monkey? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could be I could be like one radio station I heard where it's like, yeah, we're all naked. <laughs> it's like, what? Can you say that on the air? Was that Hannah? No. Damn. <laughs> it was some it was like when I was in New York once I heard some awkward. dude was like, Yeah, we're all, we're all naked in the studio. And I was like, What are you talking about? Uh the question I have is how do you think the LIV golf event this week will go? Do you think it will be a hit with the ratings? Will Do you think it will be something enjoyable? Will this be something that potentially could become competitive against the PGA? Again, let us know, ladies and gentlemen. Blow to whistle one on social media. David, you're the man that I pointed to, by the way, folks. Uh, David, right off the bat, man, what do you think about this LIV golf tournament and, and Phil joining it now? I do not support it just from a... A, a political standpoint. Yes. Um, I'm an American. No. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I just, there's some, some dirty, dirty money behind this organization from what I understand. Yes. And, and, and there's been a lot of bad juju going on in Saudi Arabia when it comes to us citizens right. and things of that nature. That being said, if you're going to throw $125 million at me just to show up at the tournament like they did to Dustin Johnson, I don't know if I could have said no either. It yeah. has, it, oh, yeah. it truly does come down to what's your loyalty, money yeah. or PGA. Yeah. And, and that's, but this isn't 20 million. Right. 25 million. This is generational money that DJ is going to be making 
just by showing up. Yeah, that is just and playing an insane amount of money. He just doesn't to hand out. And, and and Andrew brought up a great point. If he then goes on to win, which he very well could, because he's probably the best golfer in in that forty eight group. I would say so. That's another twenty five mil on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So that being said, I understand. So there, he's getting more to just show up than if he actually wins. I don't. I think he's making more on this one tournament than he has in career earnings. He's making so he's made a career earnings of seventy five million dollars. Yep. Wow. So he's getting double. That's like almost just, double. Yeah, double if he wins the tournament. Right. He makes double That's, if he wins this thing in his entire career, which he's been in PGA for. A while, a while. Like since he was what eighteen, right? Eighteen? No, he was. He was, or he was about twenty. He's a Coastal Carolina dude. Oh, oh, that's right. I, I, I passed by his his little plaque when I went there last. So <laughs> I, the plaque, well, plaque. the plaque. They should have a statue of him. Come on, it's DJ. Yeah, um, like right there no. next to Grayson Allen. It makes for me. <laughs> it makes more sense when you're a player like Kevin Nah, right? Who handed in his PGA card. He's resigned. And says, I'm going to go play there because guess what? Whether I win or lose, <laughs> I'm making $125,000. For now. I mean, who's... For now. And if it knows? hits even harder... But here's the interesting thing. I didn't realize this. I thought it was going to be all European, Asian, African kind of... No. They've it, got like in, five events in the US. One's right here. In Chicago? In Chicago. Ooh. They're going to be here, folks. Really? So, I might have to go to Lance. I mean, I don't know what the tickets are going to be like, but, you know. If, I, free admission. Honest to God, yeah. if, if I was running this company, that's what I would do for the first year. You might take a hit, but guess what? You've got enough money behind you, and, and we're not talking $20 billion. Eight hundred and seventy billion plus dollars in total assets because it's a and it's going to keep growing public because, investment fund. Yes, that's insanity. <laughs> so that being said, I, I see a lot of these mid-range guys that you know their names, right? But they're not they're not winners. Kevin on, Na, Ian Poulter, Ian Sergio Garcia to some degree. See, like those European guys, right? I just discount. Yeah. They mostly play on the European tour. The I, from everything that I've heard, the European tour doesn't care. <laughs> They're like, go play. Yeah, go I, ahead. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, like, why would this bother PGA so much with Jay Moynihan? I think it has. Other than, I, it's a challenge against your league that you've had, kind of not a monopoly on, but yeah, even more so, more so than anything, you've been the premier. Where else are you going to go play professional golf? Right. That's the other thing. Is I think it has more to do with the the political aspect of it, yeah. and that's kind of where I I cringe a little because absolutely. It, For those who don't know, the situation is that obviously Saudi Arabia has a lot of human rights violations for the country, and obviously they killed a U.S. journalist. Killed a U.S. journalist, and yeah. this is kind of seen as like a cover up for all the bad they've done. They're using sports as kind of like their thing to be able to say, "Oh, but look at we're doing this great thing," and it's like, well, yeah, okay, like sports wise, like this might be enjoyable, but then when you remember where this money's coming from, obviously, it's. When you leave, that, right. that that political issue's still there. Exactly. I'm like, that's the thing. It's like Dustin Johnson taking that money. 
I'm not going to blame him either. Like 125 million, I would take it too. But then knowing where that money's coming from. A quarter of that. Yeah. 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 But knowing where that money's coming from, I would kind of be like, okay, obviously he's not handing the check. But it would would make you hesitate. You would look at the check and kind of go, this feels dirty. Like this would not feel right. A little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, once again, let's get back to the Phil issue. Right. Phil, I'm sure, I'm almost positive, is Mm. probably going to pull in more than DJ. I would say so. And that's why he's he the bigger was, name. That's why he was pulling so hard. I don't think you're going to see him in the PGA ever again. Do ever you, again. I was going to say, so if this is like, if this is the end for him in the PGA, which I'm assuming it will be, I, I don't exactly know how old Greg, I know he's not old, but do you think that he would he's then close? He's got to be close to 70. 70 I would think. Yeah. Right. Do you think then that Greg Norman would be looking to Phil Mickelson to be the guy that maybe takes over for him as the CEO it's potentially a, in the in the future? It's think? a possibility. It's also a possibility that he looks at Phil and goes, "All right, recruit." Oh, just go out and go get the guys. Yeah, him and DJ. Um, that's they're res- yeah. they are They've already some got, of the top respected golfers in the PGA. Yeah. Well, Greg Norman already identified us from what I saw. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Pettit, I think he won at Clemson the individual championship. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking national about. National championship, and then Michigan State. There was a star golfer there too. I can't remember his name either. But they're bringing in some of the college guys, which is interesting. I thought because it's like okay, nil. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's the thing. Is that I was thinking, I'm like, that is the ultimate nil. Like, okay, you could go to college, but if you're really good and we think you're good enough, we'll invite you to these tournaments. And you could probably, if you win them, you make massive amounts of money. Who's to say you stick and around in college? if you don't, yeah. you only make $125,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I can pay oh, my tuition and then some. Yeah. Easy. Like, Easy. I'll, I'll take last place and make $125,000. Thank you. Yeah. I'll say this much. I did hear that the offer that they gave Tiger was in the nine-figure area I, to yeah. come and play there. I, geez. I know we were talking about that before. And I, I will guarantee you it was probably double or triple what DJ was given. Do you think now, do you think that came after probably saying like, do you want to be part owner of this I, thing? No, like, I think, <laughs> I think they probably offered him close to $500 million. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that tiger. Yeah. For a man that that is, name in itself. Well, yeah. Brings people out. But yeah. damn. Yeah. And all he'd have to do three rounds instead of four rounds. That is, to me would probably be yeah. the more enticing thing for Tiger. Well, I mean, can you even imagine? I mean, think about it, Tyler, too. Like, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, LIV Golf. Right. It's going to bring in a lot would, of attraction. I mean, even if they that's, just did a two-person match with the two of them, that would be... Well, because how much did they rake in when it was when they did that match? Oh, they the brought two in of them. all the ratings. I'm telling that you was, right now, that, that right there, if that had happened and Tiger goes, okay, why not? Yeah. That's when the PGA sphincter goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Jay Monahan's just like, okay, I know I drew a line in the sand, but maybe let's let's, let's brush let's brush away the line real quick. Like, <laughs> hey, Phil, you're still suspended for life, Tiger. Come back anytime. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> See, but nothing's been said about DJ yet either. No, no. Jay, Interestingly enough, Jay Monahan, the the commissioner for the PGA, said he drew a line in the sand and said basically it's us or them. That's pretty much what he said. However, he has not made any sort of public statement of banning anybody just yet. Only Kevin Na has resigned at this point. He's the only one that has made any action. I, I, my opinion, and it was him, by the way, not my, PGA. I, my opinion is he's going full time. I, I wouldn't blame him though. I, I think he's going full time, and I think that's going to be the tweak that the that the commissioner comes out and says. 
Uh, okay. Or the president of the PGA yeah. comes. Well, well, we meant the guys that went full time on this right. live tour, not right. not the guys that want to play a tournament here or there. Yeah, and that's the thing because you're kicking yourself in your own ass at that point if right. you're going to blackball or ban DJ. Yeah, or Dustin Johnson for those who you who don't know who right. we're talking about, Dustin Johnson because he is an upper echelon PGA player. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I know. But I will say this. You have Phil Mickelson. Yeah. It only takes one more big name. Well, and I do think that it's interesting, too. I, I saw that Greg Norman was inviting all these extra guys that were going along with these pros, and I saw Chase being Brooks' brother, Chase Kepka, is on there. So I was like, okay, oh, I'm so sure. he's definitely using some of these guys to be, like you said, like Phil would be the recruiter. recruiter. Go get these guys. Here's a little enticement for Brooks. Like, hey, Chase, how is it out there? Oh, dude, it's amazing. I'm getting paid so much. And I'm like, and you're Brooks. Like, you're Brooks Kepka. You're tell- the big name brand. Well, Brooks and Brooks right now is struggling. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you the one, I'll guarantee you the one name he wants more than anybody is Bryson. Uh, yeah. Bryson DeChambeau brings personality. Playing. Not just personality, I mean, but it's it's like that circus sideshow. Yeah. Like, watch how long he can hit this ball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and in and in those kind of elements, he will destroy people. Yeah. And he'll end up winning a lot of tournaments because if the only person you have to compete with is Dustin Johnson, Ian Poulter, who's on the, on the downside of 50, and Sergio Garcia, who's getting close to 50. Let's, for not, let's not forget Luis Ustazeman. Usti's in there. Usti's also See, in there. See, Usti, Usti's one of those sneaky dudes. I know. Like, I was, I was actually surprised by that because I'm like, this guy's been finishing top ten Usti's in some of the good. majors. Usti's, Usti's, yeah. he's he's been consistently doing well. And but I again, money talks. Money talks. And I'm for a guy. Yeah, a few that, other big names. Okay, give them to me. Hit him. So obviously Dustin Johnson. Yep. Ustazen. Ustazen. Martin Kamer, Sergio Garcia, mm-hmm. Charles Schwartzel, and God, these are some funky names. <laughs> Grammy McDowell, uh, Graham, Graham McDowell. Oh, Graham McDowell, just, who was, had his sponsorship with Dustin Johnson for the Royal Bank of Canada stripped last week. They, the Royal Bank of Canada, said you are no longer sponsored by us. We will not. Uh, yeah. Because again, it's a it's a political thing. It's which a political thing. It's going to happen ah. to some of these guys if you have a sponsor, a big sponsor like that. They're gone. They're going away. They're not getting involved in it because of the ties to the Saudi Arabian and public investment fund. Who else you got? That's Is that it? just uh, the big names out of the 48 men that are in it. Yeah. But I'll, uh, you guys Graham McDowell, I'll talk. See, but once again, once again, a lot of those guys are on the other side of 40. Right. Or 50 even. They're trying to get like maybe a few quick bucks. There. And a lot of them. A lot of those names, European names, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no. For them, I, I'm sure they're looking at it, saying, "Okay, we understand that this is going on with this country," but for them, it's I did not hear, as big as it is. Obviously, with I'm sure with some of the Americans. I did hear an interesting one, and I'd re- like if they could get him too, mm. Ricky Fowler, because if Fowler he would be because if he keeps playing the way he is, he's yeah. losing his card anyway. Right. So. What the heck ever? Yeah, he keeps. God, I, I feel bad because I really like Ricky Fowler. Ricky a lot. is He's an a amazing guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think he he could he, dominate. I think him. his is more mental anymore yeah, than it is than it is physical. It's what a lot of people seem to say is that when he gets into these tournaments, 
They feel, I don't know about what you think about it, but I've heard this from some of the experts, let's call them, the talking heads, if you will, of golf. The talking heads. Yeah. <laughs> they say that it seems like anytime he starts to get up and he's up with the upper echelon guys, as soon as he says, like, I'm with them, all of a sudden he overthinks things and gets, yep. he completely gets overwhelmed by the fact it. that it's Spieth and all these other big you names. You see it in his face and in the way he plays. Yeah. He overanalyzes every shot. Just go up Every there single it. shot. Yeah. And I was... Love, I'd love to be his swing coach and just like every time I see him doing that, walk up behind him and just completely, completely, oh, gibbs him. <laughs> I got smack him in the back of the head. I yeah. believe I got a list of okay. everyone. Hit right, no, so. you don't have to hit me with everyone. But okay. right. I'll just start rolling I'll, down. I'll say, I'll say if they're worthy so all, or not. All yeah. those guys that uh, I said before, uh-huh. Pablo okay. Larazable. Okay. The, European yeah. guy. Richard Bland. European guy. Matt yeah. Jones. Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Matt. <laughs> He's Sean, one of the invitees by Greg Norman. I know that. Sean Norris. Okay. Sam mm-hmm. Horsfield. Lee Westwood. Before. Lee Westwood. Another Matt Westwood's another, another guy. Another really popular European golfer. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other side of fifty, I believe. I uh, I think so. Really? I think he's he's up there. Yeah. Wow. Looks good for 50. I got to give him that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the, the thing, it's just the... It, it's it's those kind of guys that Greg knows that he can get the European guys because the European tour doesn't have those restrictions that the PGA was like, you're getting banned. No, yeah. Right. So he's getting some of the bigger names from the European tour to commit. Some of the older guys, granted. Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood. Right. Well, and, but still solid players, Sergio Garcia. Well, plus, I mean, I think a lot of it is just getting a lot of these big name guys. That's just grabbing more attention for the future oh, as well. Absolutely, trust me. Yeah. Trust me when I tell you this. If it goes well and everything is as great as I think it's going to be, because they are going to go above and beyond to cater to these golfers. Dustin Johnson and Phil Mickerson are going to be like taking snapshots and sending them to fellow golfers, going. Does the PGA Tour do this for you guys? Right. Well, you do best they do this with it. You best like, believe so, like a royal limo is coming around for them. I or guess a question like to you guys: Let's say, let's say this becomes a success. Yeah. Do you think a lot of these guys that have not gone in to the LIV right now and that are committed to the PGA, can you see them migrate and move over to the LIV? The bigger name branded guys, I think they are don't gonna, need to. They don't need right. to. However, for for some of these guys, though, if they hear the number, it may change them. That's I think the thing. I think you're going to see because for some of them, it's second, like, what have we done? I've done second everything. tier guys like Kevin Na, yes, who are legitimate contenders at every tournament that they play in. They just can't get over that hump. Bubba Watson, Patrick Reed, I feel like are. Guys I don't that, think Bubba won't go. Oh yeah, no, but yeah, 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 Bubba, yeah. Bubba will not go for Bubba takes a stance. pure patriotic yeah, reasons. He's a very Pro American, and he's yeah. Bubba will not go. I can wrong, guarantee yeah. that. Wrong, wrong, wrong person to throw out. But there's other there's there's guys on this tour that I mean I didn't see the full list of everybody. John but Daly could be one. I'm <laughs> just saying. I give I, John Daly a hundred million dollars to come play for my golf tournament. Of course I would. He would outdraw Dustin Johnson. I definitely think so. He may he's, even outdraw Phil. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, I see, and that's the thing that like. Because you get more average, a- average golfers yeah. don't understand. No, he is a circus. Yeah, he is an entity uh, amongst himself. This, I mean, listen, the sport is good, but what's making 
You have him and Bryson DeChambeau in the same group. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> oh, that'd be great. Hey, you, be want a cigarette? Yeah, I'll take one. <laughs> let's see who can hit it farther. Here, every shot we have, we take a shot. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I, I'd be totally down for that. But no, look, for somebody who's... Who is not? I mean, look, I'm getting more into golf as I get older now. I'm watching it more and stuff. But that is such an old I know, man. I know, thing right? I, it's, it's as I get older, older, I'm getting uh, old. I, I get to watch but the like, golf. Guys like Deshambo <laughs> and guys like you know Daly and the more energetic guys who have personality. Kepka. I mean, Kepka. The Kepka Deshambo thing was great because it helped. See, the thing, draw the eyes to it, and the, I think that's good. But the thing, the thing about Kepka is he's old school, right? And the of thing course. that 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 pissed him off. Was Deshambo's right? Yeah, his happy-go-lucky attitude, and you know this, this is, is fun. Not a, this yeah. is not a place to be joking around. Right. <laughs> it's not a playground. Get your skateboards off the sidewalks. So <laughs> I, I could see a lot of these guys that aren't upper, upper echelon guys right. that like to have fun and like to go out and do stuff like this. I could see them going, mm, not such a bad idea if they're going to let us be us. A lot of Happy Gilmore aspects. Yep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, this whole the whole concept, from what I've understood, maybe I, I read this right. It is 48 players, teams of 12, 12 teams in with four players each. That's the concept for this event. That to me intrigues me because that's something we've only seen team play in what Ryder Cup. That's it. So this gets a little bit more interesting now. I think, especially when you're considering this is a pro golf event. So. And it's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm really excited to see this event play out on Saturday. It starts to kick off, or tease off, I should say, uh, for LIV Golf First Event. Uh, obviously, guys, let us know what you think. And when we do come back here, folks, again, fun little segment about movie reels and what happens with sports. Do they end up on TV? What are we talking about here? We'll be talking about that next here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. I, I, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> I, this isn't movie music. No, well, you know what? We didn't have any, and I couldn't find we, any. We the Blue Hell? We didn't have a mashup of the, the sports movies thing. That I actually not. I actually tried to create. Man, I could go down, like, literally, literally, I've got... <laughs> I've got my football. I've got my baseball. I've got my <laughs> hot. Believe it or not, I have a hockey one that I think should be. Okay. And right. then, what are some of the other ones? Well, okay. Uh, well, Basketball. Let me, yeah, let me set it up for you. I don't know. Is there? What? No. All right. Okay, uh, yeah, go. Well, SportsNationChicago.com, blow the whistle. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, dude. Yeah, Andrew Valentin, David Dykstra. <laughs> I know, we already we start before we even set up. Uh, David Dykstra and, of course, Tyler Butaball. We are back here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what, what's up, David? Breaking what news, breaking we news, got, breaking news. What do we got? What do we got? What? The Rams have signed oh, geez. Aaron Donald to an ex, to a guarant, uh, contract two-year $60 million extension. That's it? Guaranteed sixty. Five million dollars over the next two seasons. Wow! Damn. Okay. Well, uh, I, think he'll damn. I, I think he'll retire after those that extension. I I, I would assume so. <laughs> Just the I way he answered so. that goes. <laughs> I couldn't. I could care less if I play again. Got my Super Bowl. I'm good. <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. He feels complete now. I I don't. I mean, dude, probably gonna be is like, gonna be Hall of Famer. He's gonna so. be like next year. He's gonna be like, hey JJ, you want to come and play for the Rams? <laughs> Let's get you <laughs> a title. Good God. 
They don't have a salary cap, and it's not fair. Akeem Hicks is about it's, to win himself one. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. He could. We'll see. All right. Let's get to your. All right. All right. So uh, <laughs> this came from our boy, Josh. Josh is actually from Bloomington, Illinois. He's in University of Indiana student right now in his senior year. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> David's a Penn State fan, if you don't know, Josh. No, so. I just, I'm just sorry he's in Indiana. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Um, so, uh, Josh asked us a question. He was talking about, since we talked about sports movies actually here on Blow the Whistle, and we've talked about it in the past on X-Bomb Sports and stuff, go check us out on Facebook.com slash Team X-Bomb Sports. Uh, he, yeah, sorry, that took a while. Uh, he asked us a question about, do we think that Hoosiers could actually be a TV show? Because he was under the belief that it could be. It could be like a long-term like TV show thing, series, season, something like that. So I decided that it would be good to ask the question of what sports movies do we think could translate to TV shows as like a, or like be it a modern-day TV show telling or maybe like a prequel telling, depending on what the movie is. So that's kind of the setup for it. So obviously, ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything, hit us up, Blow 2 Whistle 1, on all social media. We want to hear from you guys. Um, you mind if I kind of start this one right off the bat? Because I, I yeah, might go for it. I swear might, to God, if you take any of mine, I'm going to cut you. I, I, might, I might take one. All right. Uh, number one for me is Any Given Sunday. Because um, I have a, I have a beef with that movie just because of the way it was, it was shot. shot. I know, yeah, I understand. I know. I mean, story's they, good though. They could dive deeper into the Willie Beeman kind exactly. of exactly. And that's that, the thing that, is like, if you dope. give me three seasons of that, you could tell the story of like the movie, right? Doing like in a series. You and the, your, how, you and your. I, I know, I know. Look, man, <laughs> if, if the speech is what makes the movie. That's not enough for me. Uh, but you could tell the story of Willie Beeman, and then you can tell the story of like him leaving or whatever, and the expansion of like. There's so much you could do with that series. I think you could like an HBO Max series of that movie. It's just too gritty. Tell a real-life football franchise, even if it is made up. Make it like an actual football franchise that's not, you know, guys with guard dogs sitting and, you know, with chains on them and stuff and, you know, all this. It's too much, too much. And not Oliver Stone directing it. I have a problem with Oliver Stone. Um, the next one I have, you're going to, you might like this. You might actually get mad at me for this, is The Program. I hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, My favorite all-time movie as far as football goes, I was going to say, jerk. Well, so I want to, I want to, no, don't I, talk to me. I wanted you to work with me on this. Cause do you think that that movie could be shot today in a more modern sense to tell the story of modern day college football now? Oh, absolutely. Considering everything that it goes through. NIL now? Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. NIL rules, transfer portal, recruiting, oh, yes. all that stuff. And how dirty it is. Yes. Absolutely. It would be fantastic. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely, you. be fantastic. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we were on the same page in that because there's you're there, a jerk. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but you, David, Tyler, but what about you guys? You Tyler, guys any, go ahead. Tyler, go for it, man. And if you, you got any get moves? any man, you're gonna get cut too. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one in my back pocket. I'm gonna save. You may say it, so I'll wait for you to say. It. All right. Now I gotta come up with another one. Sorry, Tyler. Go I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still, start, I'm still starting to come up with some more. Like. Cause there's a lot that man. There's yeah, I can go again if you want. Thing. I'll go. Well, no, I got. Oh, I got go. one. I would okay, think. Okay. I mean, I, I definitely think you can make one out of the Remember the Titans. Okay. I mean, okay. it might be like I might say that as an obvious one, but I mean, as in in in, in yeah, perspective, dive you can, deeper into the actual coaches. Exactly. Yes, the coaches. A little bit more in the storyline of the athletes, or the even, aftermath of the kid getting his uh, getting when into he the passed accident, away, yeah. or getting into the accident. Yeah. And what happened after? Because they right. they do the whole credits of 
what they did after. It's like you could go more in depth. Yeah, that's true. They do do what, that. Yeah, yeah what I mean, happened? <laughs> it'd be like behind the music. Yeah. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> Just like. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Well, the if, I think if you even want to go modern with it, too, like you could really tell, a, I think, a really good story about yeah. you know, the struggles, especially today, of like, you know, black athletes and, you know, what they have to go through and stuff like right. that. Like, I mean, that's like, look, I'm saying if you want to go through the modern day kind of telling of a story, right? They kind, of, kind of already did that with that. TV series All American, right? Yeah, they brought in a lot about being a back black well, athlete I, and stuff like I that. Have an issue just, with All American. So, is those are, that's the only football one you got? Well, I'm gonna let you go, go rotate, and then yeah, we'll, we'll just, just come back. I'll wave my hand. I wave my hand and be like, "Hey, <laughs> he's already given two. He's good. I, I gave two. So yeah, if you guys got we, ones, we go got for you we go. got like three more. I got like I said, sports I things. One more in my back pocket that I wanna that I I think you might say it. I don't know if you will, but I got it there. Varsity Blues. I, yeah, absolutely varsity blues, yeah. and the other one would be the replacements. Okay, oh, the replacements yeah. is one I don't know. Like you take it from the when that that strike stops and afterwards, expansion team. Okay, I like huh. that. I actually like because I was wondering. I'm and like, they all come back together in an expansion team because I was wondering. I'm like, how do you tell that story? Like. Could you tell it like just in, like it would just be the movie? That's what a, I thought the sequel should have been. It's not actually a bad idea. It's not, I like that actually. As, I as love that as a expansion sequel. team. Everybody you know, gets on the expansion you know team. if Keanu would does Bill and Ted, he'd do a replacements again as the old grizzled quarterback. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually okay. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Varsity Blues, or he's the coach, or that's actually pretty good too. I like that. Varsity Blues, though. I think would just because of Friday Night Lights, obviously the Netflix. show. You put that thing on Netflix, make it R rated. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, or HBO Max. So yeah. just go hardcore yes. with it. Oh, absolutely. I, I'd say I'd give it a ten. I yeah. give it a ten, folks. Exactly. No, exactly. I, I think Varsity Blues absolutely cause just to be the counterbalance of what the seriousness of the Friday Light Friday Night Lights movie. And the series, Look, I think it would be because let's be honest, fun, fun romper. You and I played football. Yep. Tyler was on the football team and played. <laughs> A handful of times. I'm not trying to be a dick there. I, I truly am not. Yeah. I truly am not. I'm saying we all have those those after football game experiences. Right. right. And we realize that Friday Night Lights, somewhat true in Texas. Absolutely. Right. They took yeah. liberties, of course, with the Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. But where I come from, ooh, it was more like Varsity Blues. Yeah. Have okay. you seen that movie yet? You're James, dead to me. James Vanderbeek. Come on, man. <laughs> By the way, he's got to come back as John Moxley as the coach. I was going to say. The, or the father of the quarterback. I was, I was going like that. I was going to say Paul Walker and then I went, oh. Yeah, you can't. R.I.P. Paul Walker, Sucks. folks. Wait yeah. a minute. R.I.P. Paul Walker. I might have seen this movie. It's or been Scott a long, long time. Oh. Tweeter comes back. Tweeter, Tweeter has to come back. I'm sorry. He's got to come back. But yeah, he's got to be like the dad who has the crazy son that's just. You want to go baseball, basketball, or hockey? Well, I was like, I I was. Do you mind if I throw out my third one? Yeah, go ahead. Because it's not one of the main ones. All right, the wrestler. And I have one after you. Ooh, the wrestler, Mickey Rourke's the wrestler. You could, I, I think you could do a prequel because I've seen Young Rock now. I've started watching it. Is that not an amazing show? show. It's a great show, but obviously it's made for the TV audience. Yes, the public TV audience. Put. The Rustler as a TV show on HBO Max or Hulu or whatever, 
and Netflix. Tell, Netflix tell the prequel of how Randy Robinson started as the Ram. How he got you his kind of have that in the uh, in the show uh, Heels on Stars. You kind of, yes, kind of like Heels. It's amazing, but I want to see his story. Okay, how he came up because you gave me such a that movie's by the way amazing. It's one of my top ten favorite sports. Oh, by movies. the way, Tyler, I don't care if we go over. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's one of my top ten favorite sports movies. It tells a beautiful story about a grizzled veteran who's you know. Down on his luck, still wrestling, still trying to make it through, and gets the greatest moment of a lifetime, and tells, and has a great Sopranos kind of ending to it that's just beautiful. I think you could tell the prequel to Randy Robinson. I think it'd be a great story. What's up? I, I'm just going along with you. Not only is it a great movie and a great story and all that, yeah. Marissa Tomei, naked. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a, that, I'm sorry. I am sorry for anyone who is a Marissa Tomei fan. That is a big plus. Yes. <laughs> and count me as one of those. She's a she's she's a wonderful actress she's in that gorgeous. too. She's gorgeous. Absolutely. And she's she's naked. She's, she's naked. naked. She's and naked. and RIP, you know. And yes. Absolutely. So What um, do you got? What so do you got? What do you got, Tyler? One I was thinking, but I mean, I don't know if it could really work as making it a TV series is because I mean, they already have sequels of it of the Rocky movies. Okay. So I mean, I mean, you could, I don't know. In a way, you can make that work, but I mean, yeah, they already made how many Rockies are there? Like, I mean, seventy three. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I there, mean, like, there's, there's officially the series yeah. itself. There's but officially there, five Rockies, and then there's the Creed. The Creed, right? You know so what? I, seven in total in the anthology. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Go for it. You take the aspect of the trainer. And turn that into a TV show. Okay. Oh, where he's not just training yeah. Rocky. He's training, training everybody. Interesting. That would be, ooh, that would be and a good how he twist. From the perspective of Merges Baratus. Yeah. I like that. I like that a that lot. That would That's be. That's actually pretty good. be a freaking TV executive. <laughs> <laughs> you chose the wrong career. <laughs> um, no, I would, just kidding. You do good. I would say one of mine, as far as baseball goes, mm-hmm. would probably be Major League's. Yeah, okay. Major League as a TV show, I think could could be really It'd be good. hilarious. Absolutely, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I mean that's such a good movie as it is already. So, I uh, I mean you can even go farther with it too. You can tell more of. Ooh, you know what? Another good football one, and it has just popped into my head. Mm. Draft Day would be fantastic as a TV show. Ooh. Oh, please don't, don't 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 get my engine running, man. I All the ins and outs that. of the day-to-day operations of Absolutely. behind the scenes. That would be fantastic. They could like make that into like a documentary. I, should... I wouldn't even do document. That would really? be a great. Yeah. That was all like draft day turned up to 11. Absolutely. Yeah. You imagine that just like we said on HBO. Yeah. That that was be... I mean, you give me the HBO. It's, it's, it's the winning time. Yeah. But with football. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. It's winning time on the football aspect. Give it to, I mean, any any of those. If you want to even do the past, too. I want to see some, how some of these past teams were built. Give me some winning time on the football aspect, something like that. I I agree. I totally agree. Um, hockey? Hockey-wise? Slap shot. Slap shot. Slap yeah. shot. Slap, slap shot, shot absolutely. has to be. <laughs> and you just do it with the brothers. Yes, the hands. Well, I I thought they were going to do something with them at What once do you think Shorzy's based on? <laughs> what? For real? <laughs> What would you guys think about uh, Hoosiers? I 
See, when when so when Josh asked me this question, I thought about it. Could Hoosiers work as a story if you did it in the past? The problem is the movie's already. It's a very good movie, mind you. It's it's, it's, it's probably one of the greatest basketball movies. Yeah, absolutely, of all definitely. Time. It's just hard to put that into a TV show when it's already pretty well told as a movie as it is. I think you might be able to tell it maybe in a more modern day sense. But this is where I was going to pitch to him, not Hoosiers. I'd like to see them do Coach Carter. In a more modern day version. Oh, okay. I got a, I got a, I got an old school one for you. And you're gonna, it's gonna tickle your fancy. Is it? <laughs> what is it? Blue chips. I would be. I'd like that too. I like blue chips too. Tickle your fancy. I think that could also work because it goes right along with the program, right? With the NIL and all this transfer portal Absolutely. stuff, and oh, it tell that's that, a movie that you need to see. Yes, Shaq. Anthony Penny Hardaway, where they met each other. Oh. Nick Nolte, Before oh, it's fantastic. that would be a fantastic movie. <laughs> Nick Nolte, but, but oh yeah, and that was the other thing. Somebody shout out, shouted out to me, uh, North Dallas Forty, uh, which it, I don't know if you can make that into a TV because that's really you already could do the longest yard and make it really dark. You could. I was oh, thinking yeah. about <laughs> really. I was thinking about make, you a way to use Oz. that. Yes, Oz, but with football. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> but then but then see yeah. they want okay, so do it like this. They beat the uh the guards. Yeah. They go on to play the regular season yes. now. Thank you. Yes. So play against other teams. Kind of like how you were saying about draft day. You think they could do like the same thing if they did if they took concussion with Will Smith and they made a series like that? I think I think concussion could be like a limited series. You know how Netflix does like those limited series things? Yeah. I think they definitely could do something like, do like, like a one season because there's so much more to that story that was not being told right. in that movie. On yeah. the same, on the same and aspect, beyond that, by the way, too, with what's that? going on. On the same aspect yeah. of draft day, Moneyball. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> Absolutely, just do winning time football, basketball, and baseball. Like, let's do it. Yeah, seriously, because people Space are Jam. interested in knowing that. <laughs> Space Jam Not with LeBron Not with LeBron God no I'm not, not seeing not the second one I'm never going to but, uh, here, here's, Simmons. A, here's what I was <laughs> <laughs> Where they lose And the earth gets taken over By the Looney Tunes It's a start of a pandemic Man, all you had to do Was make one shot I, I'm sorry I, I couldn't do it I didn't want to go I To the free throw pull line. the trigger it's a, um, <laughs> I'll say this For Space Jam If they did it With like an NBA A different NBA player Like each episode Or something like that That'd be cool I, I think that'd be cool Oh, um, I was just kidding, but that would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying ben, to... Ben Simmons. Sandlot would be another great one. Sandlot is one I was thinking about on the way over. I was thinking about that one, too. Because I was thinking about it would do like a flashback thing. Go to the... Not, not just, just branch off and follow their lives. Like a This I'll Is Us kind of up. thing. That's a, I like that. Hmm. See how Smalls becomes the voice of the Dodgers. Dodgers and see, how, see the trials and tribulations of... Uh, of Benny... Yeah, becoming a, a becoming a Dodger. I, that, that'd See be what happened to Ham. <laughs> <laughs> he did become a professional wrestler. Shut Whatever it. happened to? I don't even want to talk. To about it. that was my that was my fraternity name <laughs> was Hampton. Hey man, Hampton. Squints man. I'm I a mean, great Bambino. We got to remember Squints had uh he he got the he, he got, got the woman he got married he got yeah, the yeah. woman had nine kids. If they did a uh, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> if they did a Whew. if they did a. Uh, a second of Thunderstruck. It'll just be about KD and his burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> just behind the scenes oh, of him tweeting. <laughs> God, that was a terrible movie. You're, terrible? You ever that seen was that? horrible. What? Thunderstruck? Thunderstruck? Yeah. Kevin, that was, that was God awful. 
God awful. What if like Mike and Kevin Durant Ooh. came together? Hmm. On a whole different tip? Yeah. Days of Thunder. I would be interested in that. Show the, the world of NASCAR. Give a little bit of a peek to it. Because that's a rough and tumble world, folks. I wanted to get your guys' takes on this because I totally forgot. We could go God. for hours. Just we, one we more, one more. Forever. No, okay. I, no, so, I, we, we can each do. Oh, okay. We got. I just wanted more. Let's go to. Let's go to fifteen. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do it. <laughs> I wanted your. I just wanted your takes on this because. Yeah. This Robbie's is, not coming in this for is, his show. So. <laughs> He's doing it from home. Oh, um, <laughs> this because yeah. this I didn't understand why they made it into a movie because they made like short clips of it on YouTube which was fantastic and then I saw the movie and I thought it was I, I didn't like it as a movie Uncle Drew Kyrie Irving as being like an old girl like a grown ass old man see that I didn't that like it me, as the that movie to me would be a great hidden camera show yes where yes. you get them dressed up, Dead grandpa kind of thing. Yeah, all dressed well, up, and they go how, out to Rutgers, and yeah. all of a sudden, the commercials get, were filmed like that. Yeah, that's true. But obviously, they were filmed for. But you the, know what? They can't use Kevin Durant. I mean, not Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, because yeah. you can't use a professional. Because to me, that just seems way too obvious. I would use. You have to use like you know the guy the um, they call him the professor. Yes, but the, even the, the people a the lot street of him. Ballers, yeah. yeah, the street ballers. Yeah. You can't do any. Trust People me, would know that though. Listen, all you need to do is change up Kyrie's face and his hairdo a little bit, or make him bald, and no one would know it was him. Yeah, yeah, they could. It, it, it could. I'm it telling could you work. right now. Yeah, as a hidden camera kind of thing, like yeah. shocking people. That actually would be pretty pretty fun to watch. Did you guys like, watch the Uncle Drew movie? I did. I did. Unfortunately, it was. <laughs> I love Nick Kroll, but that's not what he should be in. Because they try to make it like a kid film. That's the thing is that it they was tried, just, it was horrible. They played it too much to the, obviously the family audience. Yeah, it was. And that's, ugh, it was bad. What about he won't know anything about this? You don't know. I don't guarantee it. You don't know. Don't it's, doubt it. We. I give him crap because he doesn't even know the start of our well, show. If you say, it's <laughs> fair. Necessary <laughs> roughness. I've seen that. No, you have not. Necessary roughness. Yes, I have. Let me make sure. I then have. why do you always ask? What's what's that clip at the beginning of our show from? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, necessary, rep- yeah, that could that could be as as like a bit of a reboot. Um, you're not obviously getting anybody from that film. Scott Bakula could be the coach. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Scott Bakula. Please, Sinbad's in there as the assistant. Where's Sinbad? Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still there. Okay. Trust me, I checked on the internet. <laughs> That's long ago. Um, I checked the interweb. Yeah, exactly. The interweb. I, no, I think I think Necessary Roughness could be a TV show. It, I mean, it's a comedy, obviously. So, I mean, it would be played probably more onto that level, but I think it definitely could be a TV show. Okay. So. I'm trying to, I'm just off the top of it. I have head. seen this movie. It's just been a long, long time. Yeah. Which, how about this? Mm. Very old school movie for you. Mm. The Natural. I was thinking about the natural and if that could be because the naturals are a good told story already as it is. I guess if you want to do more with his career, like see more of the career and how it progresses, because obviously it's from the starting point to where he makes it. Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. So I definitely think that you can do that's the same thing with Bull Durham. I think Bull Durham could be a TV show. Anything with like minor league play. Yeah, I'd be in. Absolutely. Just because. Just, God, that's such a grind. Just not Major League Three back to the minors. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got to be kidding me. 
Hey, if you can sit there and tell me Raptor Pastor or whatever it is is an amazing Velocipaster. Come on. Right. There you go. Velocipaster. Velocipaster. We're all going to have to watch that movie at some point. I'm going to put you. We're going to all sit together and watch it. We all have to sit down and watch it. We'll go to room one. Dude, I we gotta put that on the thing. Yes. Ben, we got this movie. You gotta right. watch. You gotta see this. Um, After this show, I'm gonna show you guys the trailer. You guys just um, need to see the trailer. Oh, I've seen it. You you seen it? I've seen it. <laughs> I love that thing. I'm trying to think. Well, I Cinderella For, could you Man do was one, one that what about popped out to me. Forty two. Forty two might be interesting. You could do one about four. You could tell you more could of the story of do, Jackie. You yeah, could do forty two. You could do sixty one. Like his whole career. Oh yeah, sixty one. The Roger Maris story. That's Get, a, dive into really deep because he right. was. For those who don't know, Roger Maris when he hit the home, when he broke the record, they put an asterisk. There's still an, yeah, asterisk, there's still an asterisk next, next to, to his name. record for breaking Babe Ruth's record, and it drove him insane. Yeah. I mean, you talk, you, you hear from his family, they he was broken. He was broken. He, like there was nothing left on him. So I absolutely think that would be a good I, one. He got game. I would like that. John Morant, not not Ray Allen. John Ooh. Morant, because he got game. Tell me that's not a good one. No, that'd be... Who plays no. dad? <sighs> plays dad? God, that would be tough. That'd be really tough. I want to say maybe Ray Allen plays dad, but he's not a really good actor. You want a good actor. You know who might be? I Omar Epps is still... Jamie Foxx. Pretty good. Oh. <laughs> Jamie, no, hey, Jamie Foxx's dad, Denzel Washington, is like coach. grandpa or grandpa yeah. or grandpa. Grandpa. Yeah. grandpa, grandpa. Yes, that would be good. Or you have, uh, you have Ray Allen, yeah, come in and play dad, and you have Denzel as grandpa. You could do that, and you have third generation. Yeah, I think that would oh. be pretty good. Um, somebody did bring up to me because I was talking with some friends on this. They asked about what would White Man Can't Jump be a TV show? No. And I said it was tough because they're rebooting the movie, it. Yeah, that's the thing. They're is they're rebooting. rebooting it. Are they really? Yes. Yes, they're uh-huh. rebooting it with uh, Jack Harlow, who's going to play. Why? Because he's popular. What? Why? I don't understand why. No, 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 no. You want? No, I'm being dead serious yeah. here. Yeah. Dead serious. Right. You want to do this movie right? Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, executives, this is what you do. Adam Sandler. He does play real basketball. Yeah. And he's freaking good. He's pretty good, too. What about a little Dicky? I wouldn't be opposed to him. I, mean, I, don't know. He, I don't know if he's a baller, though. That's a thing. Like when Woody Allen and, and, and... Woody Allen's really good at basketball. And uh, Denzel or Wesley. Wesley, Snipe, Wesley! They were both actually playing basketball against the dudes they were playing against. So yeah. obviously they did things to make sure that they were the winners at you know in the story. Spoiler did you, did alert. You, but, you know. Did you see they, they talked to Rosa? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be having me in this movie or not, but I sure like to. And I was just like, oh, my God, I love you, Rosa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I man. fell in love with her in that movie. Once I, again. Just do the right naked. thing for me. Naked. Naked. Do the right thing for me with her. So, I was like, like, there's just so. There's so many sports movies we could. I mean, we could, you could go on and on and on for days. White Man Can't Jump. Would be an interesting one because you could go into backstories. You could go into what happens in the future. Right. You could like legit turn it into like an Uncle Drew thing where they they win that tournament and yeah. then go on to try and win Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. That would, yeah absolutely. that would actually be pretty good. I like that. 
There's so much, ladies right. and gentlemen, so many it's sports so, stories. Why don't we get into this business? Yeah. <laughs> You'd think we were in a media school or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for us here, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of Blow the Whistle. We hope you have enjoyed your, yourselves. We certainly enjoyed ourselves. Uh, this was fun. This was a lot of, a lot of interesting topics here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, please, obviously... Hit us up at Blow T Whistle One on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We want to hear from you guys. Also, too, hit us up at Blow T Whistle Radio at gmail.com as well. We want to hear from you guys on those topic, uh, you know, questions, comments, things like that, too. Make sure to check us out on all the podcasting platforms, especially QuadPod. And why is that, David? Because QuadPod doesn't forget about you. Absolutely. Uh, they will never forget about you, ladies and gentlemen, and we will never forget about them either. Uh, and that's how this world works now. So, uh, Rat-a-tat-tat. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so thank you all again all to all the people from the Under the Hood podcast who were listening to us. Thank you for joining with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this has been a fun one. Make sure also, too, tomorrow, the TV side, 2.30 to 3.30, Special guest is going to be joining Mr. David Dykstra. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, so otherwise you get to see my pretty mug again. Uh, so Cannot confirm yet. Yes. but I will uh, confirm on socials if it happens. Absolutely. But guys, uh, thank you all so much for joining us. So for myself, Andrew Valentin. David Double D Dykstra. Tyler Butterball Butterball. Ye old ball and chain. <laughs> we want to wish you all a wonderful day. Have a happy week. And thank you all so much for listening. Peace out.